fans, I am back. Whether you like it or not, I am in the booth at Goddard Field and Bill Bailey Stadium as the Tornadoes tonight prepare for their final home game and final game of the regular season. It's homecoming at Alcoa High School. It was delayed two weeks ago due to um, COVID. COVID. Uh, COVID forfeit from Union County. Um, Alcoa enters tonight eight and one, while officially Austin East comes in at two and six. They're actually two and seven because they did forfeit a game due to COVID as well. And the Roadrunners is probably going to be two and seven, two and eight after tonight uh, because I do not see them being able to stay with the maroon-clad tornadoes this evening. Absolutely, Marty Austin East, two and six for the season, as you mentioned. If you did count the COVID loss, two and seven. They're two and two in region play, but one of the things that's really hurt them is they're allowing a lot of points, only scoring around 14 points a game, allowing 31. Not a recipe for success. Now they've cleaned a few things up versus last year when they did not win a game. They've gotten a little bit better. Um, but still tough sledding for the Roadrunners this season and Coach Antonio May's second year at the helm. So they certainly have their work cut out for them against the powerhouse Alcoa Tornadoes tonight. And I'm going to do something I've not got to do in a long time. I'm going to tell Heath to step, step aside. And I have a special guest that's going to be with us on the first of the program tonight. And we're very honored to have Kaylin Arnold sit in with us uh, at the first of this uh, pregame show. Thank you for joining us, Kayla. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure speaking with you earlier, a, a pleasure, uh, you know, getting to talk to you. And, and I told her uh, earlier, I said, yeah, I actually watched you pitch this year. Yeah, that was, I wasn't expecting you to say that. That was really cool. You know, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a huge baseball fan. I used to play baseball and I love baseball, but I really like girls softball because it's such a fast-paced sport right yeah I hear that a lot and it's it's pitcher dominated mm -hmm. pretty much and you you know that yeah, there's a lot of pressure <laughs> on you when you do it right so uh, tell us a little bit about your journey I know you played high school uh, uh, softball at Maryville I did then you went to University of Tennessee and then I to did. Florida State I did I went to Tennessee um, played there you know for a few years uh, transferred to Florida State finished out my career there um, we actually went to the Women's College World Series uh -huh. this year um, like you said we made it to the championship game um, played Oklahoma and actually it was one of the first times that you know they had to uh, kind of change things around because we made it to three games. Um, that uh -huh. usually doesn't happen. Usually it's just the first two and then, you know, whoever wins, wins. But we, right. we made it to three games, um, and it was the greatest experience of my life. Just absolutely amazing. And, um, I, you know, Florida State was such a blessing, and I absolutely love every single part of it. I'm a null through and through, and uh, I'm super excited, you know, to watch the girls this next year and how, how they're going to compete. I'm, I'm really excited about that. What was your favorite part about the College World Series? Oh, my gosh, that's pretty – that's a tough question because there were so many really just, like, amazing things about it. I think just how big of a scale it was, you know, because uh, during the COVID season, we – for half of the season, we didn't even have fans. We had cardboard cutouts, you know, and <laughs> – Major League last Yeah, year. yeah, it was pretty crazy. Um, and then they, you know, let the fans into about 20% capacity, and then when we got into postseason, they allowed um, full capacity. Um, and then when we got to the World Series, I mean, there was – 
13,000 yeah. plus people there. And I had never played in front of that kind of an audience before. And so going out there for the first game I was going to pitch, I remember just like, it wasn't nerves. It was just excitement and adrenaline. Like, and you could hear just the crowd like screaming and the stadium shook. Like I, I was just overwhelmed with like emotions because it was so cool and so surreal. How do you work yourself down from that? Because I know if I get super jacked, mm -hmm. I have a tendency to not play within my limits. Right. That's a long time ago, but <laughs> but still, tell us a little bit about that and what you have to do to try to just zone in. Right. Well, really what we did is, is we just, you know, played for each other. We looked at each other and I mean, I would look at my girls behind me and talk to them and um, they kept me grounded and we would, you know, have inside jokes and say things to each other that we knew would help, you know, with the nerves and things like that. But we also were just present. We were present in the moment. We were present where our feet are. Our coach constantly said like, this is such an amazing experience. Like not everybody gets to experience this. Girls will, you know, play their whole whole college career and never get to go to the World Series. And so just to take all of that in, just she just kept saying, breathe and take all of it in. I went and met a friend out uh, for dinner, and it was uh, on the TV the night of uh, Montana Fouts' birthday. Oh, yes. The 21-up, 21-down game. Right. And he was like, wow, this game really is a lot of fun. He goes, uh -huh. I've never watched it before. But the, the defense is incredible. Oh, There's, my gosh. There, you, you can't bobble it at all or somebody's on base. Right. I mean, it, it's, 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 if you've never watched women's softball, high school, college level, do yourself a favor and watch it. These girls are as much of an athlete as any guy that steps on the field, uh, if not more so, just, just watch a game and just see how good these girls are. It is, it's incredible. And I will tell you one thing, like, women are tough. We oh. are tough. I mean, you know, if you look at the Men's College World Series versus the Women's College World Series, I mean, we, we had to play a game against Oklahoma State. It ended at 2 o'clock in the morning. Uh -huh. You know, you would never see that at the Men's College World Series. They would postpone it, you know. Women's College World Series, it lasts eight days. The men's, it's like two weeks, you know. So we have to, we play double headers. You know, our pitchers, we, I mean, we could pitch multiple games in a day, um, multiple games a week. Like, so it's just, we're, we're tough. We're tough girls. <laughs> yeah. I think that makes it a lot of fun. I love it, and I did. I did watch her this year. I wasn't a fan at the time. Right. <laughs> we yeah. talked about this earlier, and I was I was an Alabama fan, and, and Montana didn't pitch against you. I don't think in that game. She no, it wasn't. Um, I was up against Lexi Kilfoyle, um, but Montana. That's did, right. That's right. Yeah, she did pitch game two, so yes. I pitched game one. Mm -hmm. So uh, uh, congratulations, Thank and it's an you. honor to have you sitting with us in the box up here. Now, tell us what you're doing for Alcoa High School and, and, and our friend Kip Jones. Right. So. Um, Alcoa and Tim Stringfellow, they've been amazing to me and allowed me to come and be a part of this broadcast team. So I'm going to be on the sidelines reporting for the rest of the football games. I'm going to be at the basketball games, hopefully um, as an analyst, maybe doing some sideline awesome. stuff as well too. Yeah. And then obviously I'm going to do the softball games because that's my expertise. So um, hopefully I do a great job and, you know, they keep me on and uh, you guys enjoy listening to me and what I have to say, but it's, I'm really excited about it. Well, you're very well spoken, well, and you. Uh, you and Heath are both redheaded. I'll make a trade right now. <laughs> Mine is actually <laughs> fake. Ah. I just dyed my hair red. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm sorry. I do love it, though. I actually tend to, to keep it for a while. <laughs> but, yeah, so if you look me up, you're not going to see a redhead. You're going to see really curly hair, but it's probably going to be blonde. So. 
Well, Kaylin, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thank you. I know you're busy and you've got to get down to the field, but she did take the time to visit with us here tonight, I and it was absolutely it. my pleasure to thank meet you. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate and it. And I'll, I'll be, we'll be seeing you around. All right. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. Thank you so much. Thank I really you. appreciate it. We're going to take a quick break right now. You're listening to the Everding Orthodontics pregame show. We'll be back in one minute with more after this. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use Common Sense. Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500 And let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows, and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500, NMLS 164-1325. We are back at Goddard Field for the final game of the regular season between the host, Alcoa, Tornadoes and their guests, the Roadrunners of Austin East. We were pleased to be joined by Kalen Arnold, uh, Florida State pitcher last year, pitched and won a game in the College World Series, and it was a pleasure to meet her. Just a well-spoken young lady. And Heath, the uh, it's in uh, the trade is 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 an order now. I'm trying to trade uh, Kalen for you straight up. Oh, all right. Well, <laughs> I think couple more draft picks and maybe we'll consider but yeah maybe <laughs> maybe I'm a I, 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 I kid Heath uh, is the best part of this team and does more work uh, this would not be the broadcast it is if it wasn't for for Heath and everything that he prepares for us so Heath, I, I thank you and I'm I'm gonna pass it on to right now I'm gonna we're gonna get into our scouting report with Dan the man so I'll, I'll turn it over to Heath and, and Dan and, and let them tell you a little bit of what to expect tonight at Goddard Field Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Marty, and uh, super excited to continue to do Alcoa football each and every season and uh, bring some new faces in every once in a while when we get the opportunity. And right now, a, uh, a newer but familiar face for those of you who have followed us this season, um, the intern, and we call him Dan the Man. Um, we bring him usually to the sidelines to do pictures and photos for us each week that we can hopefully share on some of our social media outlets. Um, but we try to bring him on in the pregame show as well as he's a continuing to develop in this field, and we want to help him, and he does a wonderful job of that. And so, Dan, one of the things you and I like to do each week when you're here is what we call scouting report, where we have you take a look at the opponent and kind of study them throughout the week and then give us your takeaway of what you think they look like and how you think the game's going to go. So I, I will say this, Dan, before we kind of jump into Austin East, kind of give you a little bit of love and props for last week. You were pretty doggone close in that score prediction. How? You almost hit it right on the money. I think, what, <laughs> last week you said 49-7. to seven. 
mm-hmm. and it was 42 to zero. And I said 56 to seven. So you were closer than I was. So shout out to you on that score prediction. That was, that was almost, you were almost there. You did, you did really good. So um, talk to us a little bit about this road runners team and what we can expect tonight. Well, thank you, Heath. I think that last score prediction was kind of luck on my side. But, hey, <laughs> I'll take it either way. So, for tonight, Alcoa, big district game against the Roadrunners of Austin East. This AE team is not really what Alcoa has seen in the past seven or eight seasons. Austin East is currently in a rebuild stage following the departure of Jeff Phillips as their head coach two seasons ago in after the 2019 season. And talented quarterback Trey Foster. New head coach Antonio Mays finished last season 0-10, but has a better record this year at two. That's right now sitting at two and seven. Also, one of the few bright spots on this AE team is a very solid and disruptive defensive line. So for this team, not only is it one of the few bright spots on their defense, but on the team in total, this defensive line. They're disruptive and they're able to get to the quarterback. Also, this defensive line can cause turnovers with a total of four forced fumbles on the season, meaning that Alcoa tonight is probably going to have to try and protect that football when they're running, when they're running the ball or Caden Buckles is back there passing. Absolutely, Dan, and uh, that's uh, Alcoa's bread and butter, right? They like to run the football. Now, they've gotten a little bit more pass happy over the last few seasons with some really talented quarterbacks at the helm. Um, but they do specialize in running the ball, so making sure that they hold that tight um, and keep it close to the chest is going to be super important. You talk about the defensive line, four force turnovers this season, um, doing a really good job getting the football back to their offense. Um, and I, I would have to say, and I think you could agree and give us a little more background on that, but that starts at the top as uh, this defensive line is pretty good because they've got a coach who knows what he's doing. Oh, yeah, definitely. Antonio Mays is a not only had some really good, really good playing time in the college level, but he also played a little bit in the collegiate level slash pro level as well. So for starters, Antonio Mays played at signed for Iowa State and later transferred over to Southern. And he also signed a free agent contract to play defensive tackle for the Jacksonville Jaguars in 2001. So it kind of makes sense given his experience playing as a defensive tackle that this defensive line is AE's best attribute. Absolutely. So a graduate of East Waterloo High School in Iowa, learned how to be a solid D lineman there, took that to the collegiate level, learned the skill even more, and then you go to the very top, right, the cream of the crop in the NFL, and you continue continue to develop and enhance your skill set, and, and, and now he's been able to take that IQ of what he's learned on the defensive line and translate it to this high school team. So you're seeing a really strong defensive line, but they're going to have their hands full tonight against a very talented Alcoa team that's got a lot of depth as well that could probably wear down this AE football team. Oh, yeah. Given given A's solid defensive line, um, I just don't think they'll be able to compete with Alcoa tonight. Like you said, Al- Alcoa has something that they've been able to beat teams with all, se- all season and keep or compete with and that A.E. does not have, which is depth. So for my final score prediction tonight, I have Alcoa trembling the Roadrunners 56 to nothing. 56 to nothing. So you heard it here from Dan the man. Now I'm going to make my score prediction. I don't know. Last week I went over what you said and I lost. So I might have to go a little under today. So you said 
You said you said. I said 56. 56. Okay, I just want to make sure one more time. 56 to nothing. I'm gonna say 49 to nothing. Okay. So okay. I'm gonna go one touchdown under you. We'll see who's closer. Um, we're not we're not putting anything on it, but it's still fun to see who wins. So. Uh, you got last week. We'll see if I can get it this week. Or if you continue to stay that way. And it looks like Trevor's got a score prediction of his own coming in last minute and throwing it on the board. So Trevor is going to say 42 to 7. So we've got a few good scores of interest. Um, but, uh, Dan, what we're going to do next here is we're going to take a couple minutes of a break. And then when we come back, we may bring Scott and Trevor, if they're available, on the headset to talk a little bit about the playoff picture and how that's continuing to develop and what you can look forward to this week and potentially next week as well before this game starts and Marty Millsaps and myself bring you the call here at Alcoa High School. But you're listening to the Twin Cities Certified in Maryville Game of the Week and the Everton Orthodontics pregame show. I'm Heath Dunkel. We're going to take a three-minute break, and we'll be right back. Hello, radio friends. Smiley Riley here at Twin City Certified in Maryville, Blount County's newest and only certified pre-owned dealership. So, Smiley, why should folks buy a certified vehicle from Twin City Certified? All pre-owned vehicles get service from a certified trained technician, which includes a 125-point inspection. It's your key to getting more for your money and mile after mile of carefree driving. It's the quality that our customers deserve. So if you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, make Twin City Certified your destination. And remember, we make auto buying quick and easy. Twin City Certified.com. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55, loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. I am Representative Bob Ramsey, a half-century Blunt County football fan, I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responders' service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey. We all come from any walks of life, but no matter where you come from, the Blunt Partnership's goal is to always ensure you and your business are our top priority. In Blunt County, you are family. In the foothills of the Smoky Mountains, there is no greater place to plan a business and raise a family. We'd love to pair up with you and plan for the days ahead. Here, you can have it all at BluntPartnership.com. We are Windy City Grill, and we brought Chi-Town Taste to the 865. Chicago-style food and a fun atmosphere. Windy City Grill is a great place to watch your favorite games and enjoy wings, burgers, pizza, and more. 
Windy City Grill, we have live entertainment most weekends and cornhole tournaments every Wednesday night. Stop by and see what all the excitement's about at Windy City Grill, located at 2641 U.S. Highway 411 South in Maryville. Best of luck with Trevor's Tornado Trivia. Lunch or dinner is on us for every winner up to $10. Find Windy City Grill on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you soon at Windy City Grill in Maryville. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran-owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872, or check them out online, smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. Your home for state champion Alcoa Tornado football is WKVL AM 850 and 100.9 FM, Maryville, Tennessee. Orthodontic pregame show. As we are going to go take a look right now, while we still have a few minutes before game time, take a look at what's possible or what the possibilities are tonight for um, the playoffs as we head into it. Trevor, what's going on here just in Region 3 or uh, 3A Region 2? What do we have um, possibilities for so far? Okay, um, so a couple of weeks ago, Alcoa locked in number uh, the first place spots, and Austin East locked in fourth. Uh, last night, we were able to see who got third and fourth. So, three uh, A Region Two has been, uh, or two and three, sorry, uh, Region Two has been locked in no matter what happens tonight. Um, Alcoa being number one, uh, Gatlinburg Pittman getting um, Gatlinburg Pittman. Uh, Losing to Pigeon Forge last night. Pigeon Forge won uh, 17 to 14. So Alcoa is number one. Pigeon Forge two, and then Gatlinburg Pittman three. Austin East four. Later tonight, uh, Northview Academy will be taking on Union County to see uh, who gets their first region win of the season. Um, and then we'll also be paying attention tonight to 3A Region one. Uh, Union County has locked in their first place, and Johnson County is locked in fourth, just like our region did before last night. Uh, but we'll mostly be paying attention to Chucky Doak and West Green tonight, as the winner of that will take second, the loser will take third. Right, and that one as well, he, uh, Trevor, will be Unicoi County uh, with the Unicoi. number one spot. They have Sorry. beaten both Chucky Doak, and, Chucky Doak and West Green already, so they are... Um, they're a lock at number one. Johnson County will finish fourth regardless of the Unicoi County uh, 
game tonight. Claiborne County, as you mentioned, has been eliminated. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then also moving on to, to Region 3, um, a region that we most likely see in the playoffs, but also kind of a local um, region as well, and one we're a little familiarized with is uh, tonight Loudon and Kingston will be going at it. Good game right there. I'm looking forward to oh, yeah. hearing about it. Yeah, both teams are 4-0 in the region, so tonight will determine who gets number one and who gets number two. Um, and then Signal Mountain will be taking on Brainerd, and McMinn Central will be taking on uh, Sweetwater. So that will help determine who falls into third and fourth as uh, it really all just kind of depends on how that turns out. Yeah, it um, could, a lot could of be different scenarios. really interesting if Sweetwater wins and um, it was like McMinn or Brainerd wins. It could change a lot of things in that as well. So it could make it really interesting right there. Also, just a quick look over here too, Trevor, towards region or 6A region two. Uh, just looking at our crosstown uh, friends here in Maryville or Black County. Yeah, so uh, tonight's another great matchup is Maryville and Bradley Central, both also 4-0 in region play. Uh, so that will be a great matchup. Again, whoever wins that will take first. Uh, the uh, other team will take second. You also have uh, Bearden, who is taking on Farragut tonight, and Cleveland taking on Hardin Valley. So I'll help determine who gets third and fourth. Um, and then also talking about another great matchup in region play of undefeated teams in region are moving to 5A region two. You have West and Central playing tonight. Um, it looks like Central will be playing at West. So that'll be another great game to see who, who takes first in that region. All right, good deal. Looks like we got some good playoff scenarios coming up. Definitely watching Region 1 3A as Alcoa was looking to see. It looks like it will be Johnson County, but just in case, you never know. So anyway, um, we're going to take a, about a two-minute or so break. Alcoa looks like they're getting ready to captains. We're waiting on Austin East to hit the field. So let's take a couple-minute break. We'll be right back here in a few. When we do, you're going to have Marty Millsaps and Heath Dunkel with the Twin City Certified and Maryville Game of the Week. We'll be right back in just a few. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke, you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at reocheesewagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. CBD is sold everywhere these days. But only CBD American Shaman guarantees their products. 100% certified organic full spectrum. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable CBD with patented nanotechnology. Exclusively at CBD American Shaman with a money-back satisfaction guarantee. Stop by today and try a free sample of the most bioavailable CBD. Guaranteed. Only at CBD American Shaman. CBD American Shaman, the most bioavailable, guaranteed. Not evaluated by the FDA, not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. 
Carico Construction. We are a commercial contractor serving Maryville and Knoxville. Building strong customer relationships is just as important to us as laying sound structural foundations. Our goal is to build your ideal work, storage, worship, or retail space efficiently and cost-effectively. From concept to completion, we'll be by your side, helping you through the often complicated construction process. You can reach us by phone at 865-984-7393 or online at CaricoConstruction.com. That's C-A-R-I-C-O Construction.com. Text Carico to 85100 to receive our special offers. Carico Construction. We build trust. This is WKVL, AM 850 and 100.9 FM, Maryville, Tennessee, a service of Blunt Broadcasting Corporation. El Himidor Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Himidor offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Himidor Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Himidor Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. I am for the first time in a few weeks, uh, but Alcoa has now administered a tornado warning for Goddard Field on the campus of Alcoa City Schools, and they are about to take the field. They do without the customary and traditional helmet they run through. I don't know if it's because of the wind and rain tonight, but uh, they take the field through the band, and they have won the toss and have elected to receive. The um, captains for the Tornadoes tonight were Major Newman, Jamal Williams, Greg Jones, and the number 60, McCoy Mothershed. And I wasn't sure who the Austin East captains were, and it doesn't matter. They will kick to begin things this evening. They are wearing their road white jerseys with Columbia blue numbers outlined in red over red football pants with white popping and a red helmet, red face mask with the AE in Colombian white. Alcoa tonight is adorned in their home maroon jerseys with white numerals outlined in aluminum with white and aluminum stripes on the sleeves over maroon football pants and of course the aluminum colored helmet with maroon face mask and the maroon logo on each side. It's a low kick that will squib out of bounds at the 25. This will probably play, be placed somewhere at the 35 or 40 yard line and Alcoa will start with good position tonight, the final home game of the regular season. It's also homecoming here tonight so be prepared for a lengthy halftime. Heath, I would say welcome back to the booth, but it's been me that's been absent <laughs> for about the past month. I know. It's excited to have you back on the headset, Marty, and get things going again. It feels like everything's back in its rightful place as uh, uh, Scott's back on the stats. Uh, 
holding those down for us and Trevor and Adrian uh, rocking social media platforms for us tonight. And doing a great job. We got Dan the man taking some video. This is going to be a double pass and it is going to be an easy touchdown. Eli Owens into the maroon rectangle from 65 yards out. That was a pass where Buckles basically turned through a screen or a lateral to, I think that's Garrison Stevens, who then hurled it deep downfield to a wide open Eli Owens for an easy Alcoa touchdown. And, and Marty, actually what they did there is they lined Caden Buckles up at slot receiver. Mm. Zach turned, threw it to Caden. Caden fired it down the field to a wide open Eli Owens who waltzed into the end zone. And now the extra point is good. So now it's seven to zero. My bad. I thought my glasses were better, but they must not be. I thought the 10 was a 16, and, and they had just snuck Lunsford out at, at the start. He gets a start tonight at quarterback, albeit is for a lateral pass, but it goes for a touchdown, and congrats to that young man for getting a start tonight. Absolutely, and a nice play right out the gate for Alcoa. And a quick early lead, and uh, Marty, I don't uh, foresee Alcoa giving that lead up. As this Austin East team averages only 14 points a game, they allow around 31. Hey, and, and Alcoa is averaging a 30-point win per game. I think it was 41 to 11, I think is what you had in the stats. And I believe that I shall return to a mercy rule game. Let's start calling it Mercy Rule, R-U-E-L. <laughs> it's my middle name. As you'll notice on most of my social media, whether it be Instagram or Twitter. And I do have a, um, a TikTok now. The kick is Griffin McAllister. It's going to be high, end over end, and fielded about the 15 by the Roadrunners. And number 24, that is... Billing, uh, Mark Billingsley will bring it out to about the 25 where the Roadrunners will take over first and 10 now with 11.41 left to go in the first quarter. They trail immediately 7 to nothing. Yeah, see if they can get things going here on their first offensive drive, continuing to try to get better at scoring points. Put up 14 last week against Pigeon Forge, and they lost in a 10-point ball game 24 to 14. Holloway looks like he wanted a little play action and basically is in duress immediately. Staggers up the middle. Ball comes free. Alcoa comes out of the scrum with it and returns it inside the 30 to about the 26-yard line. And Alcoa says they have the ball. And I thought that was a flag thrown, Heath, but that was actually a sandbag from the official resulting in what was the said fumble. Yeah, Marty, that fumble was recovered by Braden Cornett coming away with that one and able to get a few more yards back for the Tornadoes. And very quickly, this Tornado offense is back on the field. And not what Austin East wanted was to give the ball as they're going to take a quick timeout because they weren't ready for this. And we'll take a quick timeout with them. We'll be back in 30 seconds with more of the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week after these messages. Our 
Well, what a... Call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. We are back. I got a little crisscross. That is a beanbag and not a sandbag. Sandbag is what normally I would do at Rook. But we have uh, Alcoa football, first of 10 at the Austin East 26-yard line. They lead 7 to nothing with about 10 minutes, 11, 11 minutes left to go in the uh, first quarter. And they're going to look for more immediately. And it's Buckles under pressure, eludes the first tackler. And then is going to be dropped, and he fumbles as the beanbag comes out. And it will be Alcoa falling, and it's Buckles. They're going to say he was down. And I believe that was a good call. Yeah, luckily, Marty, even if he wasn't, DJ Foster right there to fall on the football. But here's something to look out for tonight. Dan and I talked about it in the pregame show. Defensive line um, is coached by Antonio Mays, the head coach, who also was a defensive lineman in his heyday, playing in college, and also a brief stint in the NFL. So if there's one area of this team that's pretty skilled and good at what they do, it's this defensive line who's also forced four forced fumbles for the season. Indeed, and they are good. And, you know, Lance Williams, respecting that, moves a little early and costs Alcoa five more yards in a false start penalty. And now Alcoa's looking at about second down and about 24 from the 44 and it's a give right up the middle that is Salter and he's going to squirm turn dip and dive down to about the 20 so a run of about 24 yards we want to say 23 officially down to the 21 it will be now third down and a manageable five so it makes things a little bit easier on the offensive coordinator, Sweetland, as he calls the play for third down. I ran into him outside of Bryant-Denny Stadium last week as well. Oh, wow, that's awesome. Got to speak real quickly to him. He was with the family. And a new quarterback in the game now. That's Major. That's Major Newman. He takes a snap. He's got lots of real estate in front of him. He lowers his shoulder, and he bangs down inside of the five down to about the four-yard line, and that'll be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Yeah, a little wildcat formation there for the Tornadoes as they put Major Newman at the helm, and Marty already in this fall game, three different guys lining up a quarterback as Alcoa mixing things up to start this ball game. I'm guessing they're wanting to get some of the teams in the playoffs a little something to have to extra to, pe for, to prepare for. Excuse me. Buckles back under center now. Cross buck. Give to Cannon. Cannon just lowers his shoulder and runs right over number 33. That is Hunt Austin Hunter. And that is another six points for the Tornadoes as Cannon finds the maroon rectangle. Yeah, plenty of room to run there for Cannon, and the one guy in his way was no match as he lowered his helmet, lowered the boom, and found himself in the end zone. So now the extra point is up, 
The extra point is doing Marty in with 918 left to go in this first quarter. It's already 14 to 0 tornadoes. And Alcoa with two El Himador touchdowns quickly. Back in 30 seconds with more first quarter action here at Goddard Field. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. We are back at Goddard Field with the tornadoes with 918 on the clock in the first quarter are up 14 to nothing over the Austin East Roadrunners here at Homecoming. The foot meets pigskin, and it will be fielded at about the 11. It's number 11 on the return. That is Jeremiah Conwell, the senior, 5'11", 175-pounder receiver, and he's going to return it out to about the 20, maybe the 21-yard line, and that's where the Roadrunners will take over this possession, first and 10. See if Austin East can get something else going here offensively and move the football a little further than they did last time after fumbling on the first snap of offense on their last drive. As this time they run into the right side with the running back and nowhere to go as he is knocked down quickly after he bounces out to the right. Looks to be either no gain, maybe a loss of one, but it's going to be awfully close. And uh, also, Marty, are the running back who was hit, unable to see his number at the moment. It may be 24, yeah. but he is down. And 24 would be uh, Marquis Billingsley. And, yeah, he's in some pain, Heath. He's not feeling his best right now. Let's take a 30-second timeout, and we'll let uh, the trainers work on the injured roadrunner, and we'll work on some advertisers and be back after this. 14-0, Alcoa. Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500, and let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows, and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500. NMLS 1641325. We are back at Goddard Field in Alcoa, and with nine minutes exactly left on the clock in the first quarter, it's all tornadoes, 14 to nothing. And it was just a long pass from Buckles to Eli Owens on the first play from scrimmage, a little trickeration as Heath likes to call it, and then a big run on third down by Major Newman sets up an Elijah Cannon touchdown for the Tornadoes as they have found the maroon rectangle twice this evening as the injured tor- um, 
Roadrunner is still on the field, and that is indeed Marquis Billingsley. And they're going to have to help him off, Heath. And this doesn't look good. And you never. And this is the last game of the season for those guys. They've been so, through so much over at that school, and now this kid's got to deal with a, a possible ankle or knee injury, and it's you just hate it for them. Yeah, you certainly hope that he is going to be okay and recover quickly, but you hate to go out on your final game of the year like that. You want to at least try to finish it, but for that young man, unable to do so, uh, I'd be surprised if we see him back in the ballgame. But continuing to discuss the depth of that football team, Marty, and now they're without another one. And indeed they are. They'll have a broken eye in the backfield with the quarterback in front of the tailback. And it will be Holloway turning and giving to the new back in the game, and he gets stonewalled. They lost one yard on the first play. They'll lose another one on the second. It'll be third down and 12. That was number – trying to see. I don't need my binoculars anymore. I have my glasses fixed. So uh, I still can't make out the running back snapper. He's hidden behind the line. And now his number is cut in half by his shoulder pads. <laughs> so well, we'll continue to keep our eye out for that, and hopefully we'll see it in a minute as uh, he is lined up kind of in like a pistol-like formation right now behind the quarterback. And it's a broken eye to the left or an offset eye to the left. And the quarterback in a pistol, that's Holloway. He's going to take a two-step drop. It looked like he was trying to set up a screen. He's immediately pressured, and he is out of the backfield, rushes, and scrambles to the right, and he is corralled and dropped for no gain at that point. And is there another roadrunner down now? Well, nope, they're all up and accounted for. And it'll be fourth down and 12, and it will be the roadrunners to punt. Marty, it looked like the running back who ran at the plate before that was number 35. Uh, so want to make sure we've got that stat down. Um, that is Camden, Camden Burst, the junior running back of 5'8", 180 pounds with the opportunity. And uh, now they will be forced to punt. And the punter is number 54. And it's an end-over-end punt that will go out of bounds at about the Roadrunner 37-yard line. Alcool once again with great field position after James Walk shanks it, I guess is just a good way to put it. Yeah, it's going to be tough sledding tonight for the Roadrunners, and well, a lot of things going against them tonight, a lack of depth, bad weather, and a very tough Alcoa football team who can score points in bunches. With 7.06 left to go in the first 14-0 Tornadoes, and now Alcoa back with the football. And they're going to go deep. First play, it's going to be pass interference. The ball's underthrown that shouldn't matter um eh, i guess there's you know he could have called that if he wanted to but well you also as a receiver marty probably a little bit more effort running back to the football through the defender would have probably called that he kind of tried to just go around him and lean his arm out yes which then really resulted in no flag being needed as he didn't go through him so uh, an incomplete pass now second and 10 but yeah the ball was definitely underthrown there some heavy pressure from that strong d line we talked about a minute ago forced caden to kind of throw it before he wanted to and the wind's working against him as well as he's in a pistol formation now he turns and he gives the ball to is that newman that's jordan harris jordan harris Seeing some playing time. I didn't get to see him last week. I heard he played a little, and it's good to see that young man back on the turf here at Goddard Field. 
Yeah, Jordan looking good. Had an opportunity, Marty, to talk to him yesterday at the Alcoa Media Day for the men's basketball uh -huh. team and kind of caught up with him even before we went on the air and did an interview and just said, hey, man, how's the neck feeling? How are you feeling? He said he is feeling great and uh, no pain at all. So that's good to hear. And, uh, yeah, had a really good week last week, and I think he's uh, back to 100%. Screen pass to Elijah Cannon. He's got it. He's 30, 25, finds the seam, 15, 10, cuts back. And finally tripped up as he gets inside the 10 down to about the 6th. A big pickup and a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down here in the downpour. If this field wasn't artificial turf, this would be a quagmire. Marty pulling out the Webster on us. I like it. They used to do that back when uh, ESPN Game Day very first started. I'll get to that in a moment. It is Buckles under center eye formation, and it'll be Cannon dotting the eye. He's hit initially, thought he was going to be brought down, and he just basically took those big, strong legs and kept them churning. And he, once again, finds the maroon rectangle for another Alcoa and El Himidor touchdown. Well, Marty, it's early, but so far we may potentially have our player of the game. Yeah, that's what I was – you read my mind exactly there, Heath. <laughs> as uh, it will now, now be launched for on to hold, and it will be Bacon Lauder back to kick. The f snap, the set, everything's good. And it is now Alcoa 21, Austin East nothing. And we're just a little over halfway finished with the first quarter. We'll be back in 30 seconds with more of the Twin City Certified and Miracle Game of the Week as your Tornadoes lead 21-0. Hello, radio friends. Smiley Riley here at Twin City Certified in Maryville, Blount County's newest and only certified pre-owned dealership. So, Smiley, why should folks buy a certified vehicle from Twin City Certified? All pre-owned vehicles get serviced from a certified trained technician, which includes a 125-point inspection. It's your key to getting more for your money and mile after mile of carefree driving. It's the quality that our customers deserve. So if you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, make Twin City Certified your destination. And remember, we make auto buying quick and easy. Twin City Certified.com. Jump around. Wadi Ford before he left the band and went solo. As Lauderback is doing the kicking tonight, it's going to be an angle kick toward the Alcor sideline, and Alcor picks it up off a hop. But it's not allowed to be returned. Returned. I was trying to pick up what was happened. It was basically a high kick. Nobody from the Roadrunners got to the football. And it was like a you know a wedge shot into a green. It took a hop backwards and basically just hit Brennan Dugan right in the chest. And he could and would have returned it for a touchdown but you cannot return uh, a, a kick like that if it hadn't been touched by the receiving team. And it will be Buckles in a shotgun, and he'll have another running back by him. That's number 25. He's going to throw it to a oh, wide wow. open Major Newman. Is that? It is indeed, and that is an easy six. for. The... I'll just put it this way. Every touchdown I've cool scored tonight has been easy. I mean, he was wide open right there. There wasn't 
a road runner within you know if you're if you're watching it on the uh, the broadcast screen you won't see a a, a a white and red clad player in the picture well just blown coverage as uh, mm -hmm. major newman able to get past the second level and then no one saw him sneak behind them and when buckles through it uh, a little underthrown there on that pass as well but again finding some tough conditions and a good d-line throws it up major comes back for it squats down makes the catch turns around and waltzes into the end zone so so marty yeah as you said uh, easy breezy lemon squeezy so far for alcoa tonight on every single touchdown and now with the extra point being good 28 to 0 with 528 left to go in the first quarter and he's a, a great job of picking up the blitz that time by dj foster who was in the backfield with buckles he read it it was an inside blitz and he was able to buy the quarterback enough time to be able to scramble outside and find the receiver wide open and it looked like the corner was starting to come up too when buckles rolled to the left and that just left the receiver wide open Heath, he was in no man's land with the blitz absolutely another well drawn up play and as you said a lot of different plays this week to keep defenses and defensive coaches busy throughout the playoffs as they are going to study a lot of different plays on film that this Alcoa team can do multi-talented multi-faceted offense with a lot of playmakers at each and every position but now Bacon Louderback back for the kick and you have to imagine Austin East is hoping to not let a repeat happened mm. but marty a fumble there and almost gave it away again yeah he tried to catch it in the air did reed got no it's the wrong roster marty <laughs> did number 13 for the and he's not on the roster or is that number 12 no it's number 13 for austin east and we don't have a 13 listed so we're going to call him um it, it wasn't Jawan troutman he's way too small to be him it could have been anthony mcgee or Kerry Green or one of those kids, but there's not a 13 on the roster. Um, so, but he basically just dribbled it right between his legs and was able to pick it up. Then he got, he had to pay for his mistake. And it's Holloway quickly, uh, just a tunnel screen that there was never a tunnel for, and it was completed out to Demarcus Allen, and that'll go for a big loss on first down for the Roadrunners. Yeah, Marty, understanding this Austin East offense that going up the middle wasn't working out, staying in the pocket wasn't working out either. So the best thing to do, get it out quickly to your skills position players and let them go to work. However, Alcoa has some pretty talented skills players as well defensively. They break through the wide receiver screen and number seven loses five. And shotgun formation for Holloway. He's got one back in the backfield with him and that is Burse. And he's got a big tight end wing to the right. And I believe that's Troutman. And just an inside handoff, just a reverse to number 11. And that is Jeremiah Conwell. And Conwell picks up about three yards. A nice drawn up play. Just Alcoa was just too fast. And it'll set up third down and 11 now, Heath. Yeah, defense continuing to play strong. Have not allowed a first down yet in this ball game. As uh, now we're about to hit the four-minute mark in the first quarter. Um, but a lot of points being scored early here in this ball game by the Tornado. Says it is 28 to 0. So, Marty, we are one touchdown away from potentially hitting Mercy Roll in the first quarter. And uh, it will not mean continuous clock until the second half. But that's still a crazy stat. 
Yeah, and I look for them to maybe shorten the quarters to 10 minutes in the second half, and I expect more of the same next week. The first week of the playoffs is just utterly a joke. And it's a ball thrown by Holloway uh, and closer and almost picked off by, I think that's number 21 of the Tornadoes there in the middle. That is Jules Scales, and he almost pulled that down and could quite possibly have taken it the other way for a touchdown. Yeah, Scales came across the front of the defender's face mask and got a hand on it, tipped it up, and then Major came behind and also had an opportunity, just couldn't quite get there. But yeah, if he had been able to split those defenders and get it to his wide receiver, they would have had their first first down of the game. But uh, a good read defensively and a good job of awareness getting to that football. High snap. It is Walk that's able to get it down. It's fielded by, I believe that is Isaiah Bryant. Isaiah Bryant, and he's got a wall heath, and he's going to follow his blockers and go untouched for 41 yards, actually 45 yards to the his house and the maroon rectangle for another El Himador touchdown tornadoes. 34 nothing with 2.58 left to go in the first. And Heath, if I'm not mistaken, well, they let the clock run to 2.54, so they're letting as much time run off the clock as they can uh, after these plays. This is just getting ugly. And a flag on the play before it can get off, Marty. Oh, man. So we'll take a look over here and see what the referee says. pre-snap penalty <clears throat> either someone jumped early on offense or maybe someone jumped off sides see. i'm not sure regardless uh, yeah. i think it's going to be it, it's going to be declined it was against the road runners it's declined and bacon lauderback will be in for the pat the hold a good one by lunsford as he had to go upstairs to grab it and bring it down and then it is bacon that puts it through the uprights and it's now 35 to nothing, and we're not out of the first quarter yet with 2.54 remaining. We'll be back in 30 seconds with more of the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week right after this. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55, loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound, for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. Bacon kicking this time toward the left sideline and the brought back by number eight, Terrence Brown Theater. And it will be first and 10 for the Roadrunners as he gets it back to the 20 yard line. So 80 yards of synthetic turf between the Roadrunners 
and the other maroon rectangle, which has not even been sniffed this evening or in the first quarter by AE. 2.46 now in the first quarter. 35-0 Alcoa. Holloway in at quarterback. He's in a pistol. It's going to be an inside handoff again, and this one gets blown up, sir. And who is that in there? Is that That's number Bubba one? Williams with the tackle. Has 11 on the handoff, Marty. Kind of like a sweep action there, moving yes. him in motion, handing it off to him. But unfortunately for Jeremiah Comwell, he had to deal with Bubba Williams. Yeah, and Bubba Williams meant some bidneth. Six foot, 230, defensive lineman. He's a senior. And it will be Austin East once again in a pistol. They'll have a tight end, basically wing to uh, the right, which is more or less like a broken eye with the quarterback splitting the backs in the pistol. And the running back, that is number 35, number 35 again. And he gets a quick hitter up the middle. And, <clears throat> excuse me, and it'll be bursts that bursts through the line of scrimmage and picks up uh, some decent yardage that time, but it barely squeaks past the original line of scrimmage, and it'll set up a third and long nine as yeah. the rain continues to fall. About a four-and-a-half to five-yard gain that time by bursts, and uh, see if what Austin East can do here on third and long. Minute 25 remaining in the first quarter, 35-0 Alcoa. Same formation uh, with one receiver to the right, or actually left. And it was Austin East. They're taking their time, and I don't blame them. It's going to be a two-step drop. Holloway throws it. It's complete to number 11. He's going to be short of first down. Breaks two tackles and struggles upfield, uh, but his balance carries him out of bounds as he's able to get out to about the 28 it'll still be fourth down and i'm not sure if i'm austin east if i just don't go for it right here ah they're going to mark him out at the 26 they said when he was over on the sideline that his foot touched out of bounds and uh, maybe that's the reason why he broke free of the tackles they heard the whistle well marty if you are going to punt it this time punt it at an angle and get it out of bounds uh, he went out of bounds, but the clock is still running. No, I'm saying punt it out of bounds so Isaiah Bryant doesn't return it again. Exactly. And uh, the clock is still running. They're going to go for it. Same formation, and that's going to do it. No. There's a penalty. And I'm not sure what the call is going to be. It's going to be on Alcoa offsides. And Austin East is going to be and will pick up a first down on uh, encroachment by the Alcoa defense, and we're getting ready to find out who the encroachment was against because he'll be coming off the field right now. Well, Marty, a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down, the uh, Roadrunners' first one of the ball game. And we'll have uh, more scores coming your way from the scoreboard update momentarily. Shotgun, same formation, just a give this time to number 35. That is Burst. Burst gets back to the line of scrimmage. They say the ball's free, and Alcoa has it. The beanbag did come out, and that's the end of the first quarter. Alcoa will have the ball deep in once again, and the, the whole game's been played on this end of the field. And it will be, what are they saying now? Are they saying it's still Austin East ball? 
We'll sort this out, and we'll be back with second quarter action on the Twin City Certified in Maryville game of the week, but not before telling you Alcoa leads at the end of one, 35 to nothing. I am Representative Bob Ramsey, a half-century Blunt County football fan. I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responder service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey. We are back at Goddard Field. We're about to get underway in the second quarter. It will be Alcoa football at the Austin East 28-yard line, and they do enjoy a 35 to nothing lead as Buckles will go from a deep shotgun. It will be Harris in the backfield with him, and they'll send two receivers to the right, one to the left, and Dugan. And he looks. It's going to be a screen pass, and wow. whoa, that ball. That was a good read over there by the cornerback. That's Terrence Brown Theater, and he he almost stepped in front of that one and took it the other way. Yeah, he did. He about took that one for a pick six back to the house, uh, but uh, luckily falls incomplete. And Marty Wilder getting set up again. Just a couple very quick scoreboard updates. Scoreboard brought to you by Bliss Air. In the second quarter, Halls leads Heritage 12-0. to zero. Also in the second quarter, South Doyle leading Gibbs 14-0. And then two first quarter scores, Maryville leading Bradley Central 14-7. So a close ball game there so far. And West over Central 14-0 in the first. What was William Blunt's score? Uh, we do not have that at the moment, but we'll continue to look for that. Screen pass to Dugan on the right-hand side. He turns it upfield inside the 25 and drug down at about the 23. It'll be a pickup of about five on the play. It'll set up third down and five now. Is this two-down territory, Heath, or do you think this might be where Rankin checks the strength of his kicker's leg as we get ready to enter postseason play? Potentially, Marty, I would be a little concerned about the weather in this situation. Uh, I would say if the weather wasn't bad, maybe you try to go to Bacon just to see kind of what his leg looks like so you know what you have going on in the playoffs. But I don't know, maybe not tonight. That said, the wind will be at his back. And the shotgun, a bad snap. And it's Buckles that's just going to pick it up and now run for it. And he's going to get tackled just inside the 20. He's going to be just a hair, I mean a hair short of a first down. Uh, so I, I think Alcoa lines it up and goes for it right here as Buckle stays in the game on fourth and one. And the offense as well. It looks like you got Foster in the backfield and Harris as well. Indeed, and they'll work from a shotgun. And they're going to give the ball basically to Harris. He takes it off tackle left. He's got a lot of room, and he's got the maroon rectangle. And another touchdown, Tornadoes, courtesy of El Himidor. Yeah, nice run that time by Air Jordan Harris. As when he touches the football, Marty, look out for greatness. Is a good run that time. And uh, now just continuing to pour it on as uh, this should now make it uh, with an extra point pending 
Once they hit it, should make it 42 to 0. It will indeed, and there's a snap. Good hold. Good snap. And good kick is, or did he? Yes, he did. And it's 42 to nothing. We'll return after this 30-second break. It's 9.53 left in the second quarter. I'll call it 42, Austin East nothing. Tired of your current job? Looking for a career change? Want to stay home in Blount County? Then check out the many job openings and company career pages at BluntAreaJobs.com. Here you'll find complete job descriptions and an easy application process. Don't waste any more time. Get to searching for your next career. You can find Blunt Area Jobs on Facebook and Instagram. We're back at Goddard Field in Alcoa. This is the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. And it is going to be Griffin McAllister to kick now for the Tornadoes as there's a steady rain that continues to fall up on the turf here at Goddard Field. It is wet. It is nasty. It is cold. It is Alcoa all over the Roadrunners, 42 to nothing. And there is McAllister's kick. It's short as well. It's going to be missed and finally brought down. And the Roadrunner almost hapless attempt i won't give his name but it was just a completely these guys are just so overmatched it, it's 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 not even funny and it will be hacky sacked back to the five yard line where the road runners will take over first and ten yeah just slipping marty there on the turf on top of the fact that the ball is wet and so having trouble containing it but finally able to just get down on the football and so now Austin East will take over on this offensive possession, backed up as they are at their six. They are indeed backed up. First and ten at the six. And they'll run from the pistol. They'll have uh, the offset eye again. And it's going to be just a quick trap up the right-hand side, and it'll work for a couple of yards. It'll be second down and eight. Yeah, it looks like 35 on the carry there. Um, getting up the middle, so a couple more yards for Austin East there by Camden Burst, and Burst has had some success tonight. He's been one of the few who has, but uh, got some speed to him, got a little bit of size, and very shifty for a running back of his stature, but a uh, good job there, and it's now second and eight for the Roadrunners with 9.15 left to go here in the second. It's 42-0. to zero. And... Uh... Wow, Alcoa switching up the defense on him. I mean, just a huge, huge shift defensively. And Austin East not knowing what to do. I mean, they're like, well, what is this? And they're going to call a timeout. And 9.03 left to go in the second quarter. 42-0, Alcoa. We're going to take a 60-second break. We'll be back with more of the Twin Cities Certified in Maryville Game of the Week after this. We are Windy City Grill, and we brought Chi-Town Taste to the 865. Chicago-style food and a fun atmosphere. Windy City Grill is a great place to watch your favorite games and enjoy wings, burgers, pizza, and more. At 
Windy City Grill, we have live entertainment most weekends and cornhole tournaments every Wednesday night. Stop by and see what all the excitement's about at Windy City Grill, located at 2641 U.S. Highway 411 South in Maryville. Best of luck with Trevor's Tornado Trivia. Lunch or dinner is on us for every winner up to $10. Find Windy City Grill on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you soon at Windy City Grill in Maryville. Lee Franks, the Volunteer Home Mortgage Timeout. We've had a lot of Carrico Construction kickoffs for Alcoa tonight as they lead 42 to nothing. And it's going to be the same play from Austin East, and they'll pick up another one, maybe two yards after the nine or ten. It'll be third down and long for Austin East on the next snap. And Marty, I was told that uh uh, our broadcast is being listened to by those in the concession stand working hard tonight. However, they will switch over at 8 to the Braves game, which I can't blame them. That's probably <laughs> going to be a much more interesting game tonight. Um, so go Braves. Uh, oh, we're rocking the tomahawk chop here up, up here in the booth. But uh, until then, we hope you're enjoying the broadcast of this one, and we appreciate all you do and the hard work you're giving down there in the concession. Also, shout out to Greg Smith listening in as well. And it's going to be a corner blitz. And Holloway sees it just in time, but as he steps up, he steps up into the burly arms of the defensive line from Alcoa. And it's going to be fourth down and forever. <laughs> and it's not going to give the punter much room at all as Walk will sit up in a, in a punt formation. So they'll send on the punt team, and Alcoa will send Dugan back deep. I believe that's Dugan. It is, I think, 18. And then it will be Walk set to kick or punt. And he, he's going he's gonna to have about not as much yardage as he's used to. But if Alcoa doesn't go, go after it, and I don't think they will, it'll give him a better chance for a punt. But Alcoa still almost gets it. And it's going to be a terrible punt as it will take a Austin East roll out to the 19. And, man, you just got to – if you just look at some of the Austin East players, that's just sad. You know, they just – I mean, look at them just walking around, and, you know, you, you send your punter in, he, he punts at 17 yards. Uh, so it's not really even out of the shadow of the goal post. And 7-16 left. Alcor's going to score again. And they still have the starters in there. It is – Buckles at quarterback, and you've got Salter and number 25. D.J. Foster. D.J. Foster, and he'll get the ball, does Foster right up the middle, and he's going to find a tunnel, and he'll take it untouched to the maroon rectangle, and another El Himidor touchdown. Tornadoes, 48 nothing, pending the point after touchdown with 6.55 left in the second quarter. Excellent job that time, parting the Red Sea by the offensive line, and then D.J. Foster does the rest as he takes it 19 yards into the end zone for a touchdown. Very nice run that time by Foster as he makes his way through the common sense pest control red zone and into the El Himidor end zone. Extra point is up, this time a little bit of a line drive, a little wobbly, but it finds its way through the uprights, and your score with 6.55 left to go in the second quarter. It is Alcoa 49, Austin East 0. We'll be back in just a minute. 
Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872 or check them out online, smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. This song for the Roadrunners should be called Alcoa Highway because it's been nothing but Hades for the Roadrunners tonight here at Goddard Field. They trail 49 to nothing with 6.55 left to go in the second quarter. And a particular stat that Scott's brought to my attention is Alcoa has, doesn't even have 80 yards rushing. They have 79, but they have four touchdowns rushing. So they've not really actually had a lot of you know real estate they've had to navigate uh, to find pay dirt. They've had great field position all night long, and they've started deep in Roadrunner territory, it seems like every possession except for the first one, which was a one-play drive and a 65-yard touchdown pass from Buckles to Owens. And that, that one goes into the end zone. It's a touchback. First and 10 for the Roadrunners at the 20-yard line. Still 6.55 and 49 to nothing, Alcoa. Happy Halloween to the Roadrunners. And is this no quarterback? No, that's still Holloway. And he gives to number 35. That's Burse. Burse is not going to ba- get back to the line of scrimmage as he is swallowed whole by, I think that's number 54, or was it 45? Is he the ballman or somebody there on the left end of the offensive line? I do believe that was ballman number 45. No, that's Joe McCord. So a good play there by the sophomore, 6'1", 230 pounds. Man, they just make them big these days, don't they? Yeah, a lot of monsters on this Alcoa football team, uh, Marty. But, uh, Marty, uh, shift gears for a quick moment. Uh, We've obviously talked a lot about this football team tonight, but I'd like to talk for a second about the Alcoa women's soccer team as they have done a phenomenal job in the playoffs as they have made their way to the state championship game they will play this saturday against merrill hyde in the TSSAA class a state championship at 11 a.m in chattanooga so uh certainly wish them the best of luck and also marty on that football are on that soccer team is the twin of bacon louderback his sister scout louderback i heard she's very good as well and a, a huge tackle that time uh by alcoa that is colby bledsoe to bring down bursts as he had a really nice run there and brings it out to the 29. So it will be third down and one in, in a makeable situation now for the Roadrunners. And I'm going to, I don't know if, if Austin East has a first down tonight, do they? One. They have one. Yeah, it was because of that penalty. And, uh, true, I forgot about that. So the give is up the middle, and it's burst once again. He's trying to get back to the line of scrimmage, and they're going to give him forward progress out past the 30. So this will be an automatic first down, as all they had to do was touch the 
yard line, and it's a new set of downs for the Roadrunners. So that's a that's that's a moral victory. Four minutes left to go in the the second quarter. Nothing else right now. Austin East would just like to milk this clock and not let Alcoa have it again before halftime. Yeah, most definitely. Continue to run clock as much as possible and take it into the half and get a breather as these young men playing both sides of the football and probably exhausted after this one so far. And it will be Holloway giving up the middle once again to Burst. Burst is going to have to get a, a massage or an ice bath tomorrow as he's going to be sore after taking over for the injured running back tonight. And now he's not getting up as Burst lays horizontal on the turf at Goddard Field. And he's made his way up to his knees, so he's in a praying position now. But he looks like he's in some pain. Let's take a another Lee Franks, a volunteer home mortgage timeout. And we'll be back with more of the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week right after this. It's 49 Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. I like this song. That's the reason I let it play for a long time. Every time it's a lead in, that is the Grandmaster Flash and his Furious Five. With 4.06 left to go in the first half, 49-0 Alcoa. Burst, once again, no, it's a new back into the game. As Burst had to go off the field with an injury, this is double deuce on the carry, and he's out to about the 41. He is close to another first down is Isaiah power flowers and forget being close marty he got it he did get it and that's uh a new set of downs for austin east they are really working on the clock now to end the half and i am betting they're going to run have 10 minute non-stop quarters coming up the give once again is to power flowers and he's going to get one or two yards on the carry it looks like one out to about the 42 yard line uh and that's going to be it second down and nine and the clock is now at 3.15 with 40 seconds on the play clock. Now, Alcoa has their own injury, Marty, as mm. uh, 51 Kyle Birchfield is hurting. And uh, look at this, Marty. Talk about uh, love from your defensive lineman there to always have your back as a brotherhood. As that time, Bubba Williams puts Kyle Birchfield on his back and carries him over to the sidelines so they can attend to him and get him off the field. Yeah, that was like, you know, let's let's hurry up. Yeah, that is some love right there. You gotta love that. Uh, that's that's some guys that that are that practice hard every day, and they they know what each person goes through, and they hurt to see, hate to see their teammates hurting. As the play is just basically a dive once again up the middle, and that's number 22 Flowers again on the carry. There'll be no gain. It'll be third down, and we'll say a short eight, a long eight. I'm sorry, or or, or short nine. 
too bad, Marty, we can't give out a player of the week to the whole Alcoa defense the way they've played today. I, I do believe our sister station gave the offensive line against uh, Powell the uh, – We'd the, have to ask a Smoky Mountain to make a few more <laughs> platforms. I don't know how they did that, but that's, that is on Wayne and his crew to do that. We, we do the hard work here, and we actually <laughs> give it to one person. As Flowers gets the pitch – and he'll be corralled and dropped for a big loss back to his own 35-yard line. Loss of seven on the carry. And it'll be a, a long fourth down and 16 now for the Roadrunners. And they'll send the punt unit onto the field. And it will be number 15 punting now. I believe that is Troutman. And uh, Jawan Troutman, he is a freshman, 6'2", 220. And I don't know if uh, he's got to be related to the Troutman and there's movement. Uh, A.E. didn't have everybody on the field. So they took a timeout, it looks like. Yeah, his granddad or his dad won as Troutman that used to play quarterback for Austin East back in the 80s. And he was just a tremendous athlete. He was, he was a big guy like Juwan. But uh, you couldn't get to him. He was elusive, and he had a strong arm and a very quick release and just a great athlete. And, you know, I know he's a little bit older than I am, so I'm saying I don't know if this is his son, although I have a, you know, a son that's 13. Uh, but I don't know if it's son or his son or his grandson, but they've got to be related. I mean, Austinese, Troutman, uh, good lineage there either way. And... Um, Jawan looks like he's going to be, he's going to, he's, they've got him listed as a quarterback and tight end. Like I said, he's 6'2", 220. Uh, and the, run, uh, the quarterback Austin East had a couple of years ago gave us all kinds of fits. Trey Foster. Indeed. Trey Foster was unreal, just a super athlete. As it will once again be Jawan Troutman in, not only is he quarterback tight end, but now you can add the P by his name. And the kick, oh, it's bad. Troutman's punt is, is uh, it'll net about 15 yards. It never got higher than probably four feet, and it was end over end. That's a freshman being called on for the first time to do something you've not done, and he's watched Alcoy just obliterate uh, his teammates tonight, so he's probably a little nervous. And nothing else, you, you, you let him feel the speed of the game in that situation. And that kid will go on if, if he is who I think he is. He's going to go on to be a really good ball player. Well, right now, Marty, backup quarterback Zach Lunsford in the ball game, and Elijah Cannon in the backfield. I think it's potentially Eddie Salter back there with him as well, and Lunsford will throw on first down. Oh, and in and out of the hands of Williams, who should have had it. Just a quick post, and it just hit him. Sorry, but right in the bread basket. He got both hands around it, and he just dropped it. He took off running. I think he saw that tunnel toward the maroon rectangle and thought he wanted to get in on the barrage, too, and not this time. And Zach Lunsford comes into the game now. Yeah, was in the last play and made a good throw oh. there to Jamal Williams, Marty, but Williams looking to run before he secured the catch and an incompletion, and he's beating himself up about it, but you love the teamwork and uh, the camaraderie as Major comes over and lets him know, hey, man, shake it off, next play. Yeah, and that was a good throw by Lunsford as he just turns this time and gives it off to that that's Salter. Salter. That is itty-bitty Salter who takes it 
basically threads the secondary, the line of scrimmage, and is finally ushered out of bounds at the Austin East 20-yard line with a minute 22 left to go in the first half. And Alcoa looking to go up 56 to nothing. Uh, they may phone up here and see if we want to play in the second half, Heath. Well, I've, uh, I think i got my cleats in the car, so just let me know. I'm not playing. It's, <laughs> it's too inclement for me. Like trying to talk me into going to play at Michigan. <laughs> Lunsford in a shotgun, two receivers to the right and one to the left. It looked like Newman may have there moved early. And a beautiful thrown pass and an easy touchdown as Lunsford hits the cannonball for another touchdown into the maroon rectangle brought to you by El Himadol. And Elijah Cannon's third touchdown of the night. I think we've got our MVP. I would be surprised if it changes. I may change my mind though. I never know. I'm 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 unpredictable. There goes a <laughs> tiger down below us, a kid in a tiger suit. Surprised I've not seen more uh costumes tonight but then again it, it is homecoming and as the ball blisters through the uprights to make it 56 to nothing with 115 left it is homecoming tonight and on all social media and announced all over was uh wear your columbia blue and red to the game tonight in honor of austin east and everything that they have gone through in the past couple of years at that high school it has been just a nightmare for for those folks yeah, absolutely, Marty. They they had posted, the student section posted earlier this week, the theme was light blue and red to show love and support for Austin East and the lives lost this year. We hope you'll come out and show your love. And so, uh, Marty, nothing like that. Uh, and we, we talked about it on our Two Hype Sports page. You know, at the end of the day, we may be rivals, but off the field, Marty, this is a brotherhood, and we got to stick together and uh, certainly hate the tough year that they've had. But, uh, again, you, you've got kids out here giving their all on this football field, Marty, trying to, to, to do better for themselves. And uh, uh, you give them credit. And uh, this, is a, this is a team, Marty, that's, that's doing everything they can to try to fight in this ballgame tonight. You've got a lot, lack of depth, and you're facing one of the top teams in the state. So you've got a lot going against you. So it, it may be a tough ballgame tonight, but we still tip our hats to them and all the effort that they're giving as Alcoa kicks this one deep. And it uh, looks like number three there to return, and he's able to make the catch, and it's returnable to the 10. Pass one defender trying to get to the 15. He will not do so. He'll actually get assisted backwards to the 10. So uh, a little put in the reverse in motion and taken to the turf. They'll officially spot him at the 11. And uh, with a minute six left to go in the second quarter, 56 to zero. And uh, Marty, excuse me, I misspoke. It looked like the ref was standing at the 11, but I see the chain gang moving the – uh, moving it forward a couple more yards, so it's going to be at the 13. And just a rough first half. Uh, you know, I think Austin East may not go to the locker room. They may stay out and watch the halftime homecoming festivities. Um, you know, and what, if, if you're their, if you're their coach, I mean, what do you say, Heath? I mean, bless their heart. I mean, that's that's the only thing I could come up with. Yeah, I mean, I think at the end of the day, Marty, you, you respect the hard work that these young men are, are giving out there and trying to, to make this a ball game. But 
understanding that it's just a, it's an uphill climb that they're not going to be able to make against a very talented Alcoa football team as they yeah. hand the football off that time to number 22. That is Isaiah Flowers, the sophomore. But, uh, Marty, again, some some bright spots for this team over the last few seasons to talk about. Last year, tough season for Coach Mays as they were 0-10. They've improved upon that in his second year at the helm two and seven this season so far and then we're talking about some key players marty that i think will be names you'll hear for the next few seasons as uh camden burst has had a decent night uh, yep. 35 he's only a junior you talk about trotter he our troutman excuse me only a freshman probably be the quarterback of the future and the uh, isaiah flowers running the football a minute ago is only a sophomore so a lot of skills players that have got a couple years left to go so if he can just continue to build around him find some more depth on the line get some strength there i think that will certainly be helpful as the clock's expiring marty and we're about to hit half we are indeed that will be the last play of the first half and thankfully so as the score is 56 to nothing favor of your tornadoes as we enter halftime it is homecoming and stay tuned after this upcoming break to the whitlock and associates halftime report and the bliss air scoreboard we're going to take you to a Lee Franks, a volunteer home mortgage timeout. And after halftime, of course, we will have a Carico construction kickoff. We'll have more after this three-minute break. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. Your home for state champion Alcoa Tornado football is WKVL AM 850 and 100.9 FM, Maryville, Tennessee. CBD is sold everywhere these days. But only CBD American Shaman guarantees their products. 100% certified organic full spectrum. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable CBD with patented nanotechnology. Exclusively at CBD American Shaman with a money back satisfaction guarantee. Stop by today and try a free sample of the most bioavailable CBD. Guarantee. Only at CBD American Shaman. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable. Guarantee. Have you ever wondered why they call it Super Tuesday? Well, it's all about the grind. WKVL's weekly sports show that gives the platform for fans to get their voices heard on all the week's hot sports topics. Coming to you live from the Party Pub in Alcoa every Tuesday night, 5 to 7 p.m. We'll talk Blunt County sports, college sports, pro sports, and all things big orange sports. Call-ins are welcome and live weekly giveaways. Join us each and every week. I think you'll be glad you did. Carico Construction. We are a commercial contractor serving Maryville and Knoxville. Building strong customer relationships is just as important to us as laying sound structural foundations. Our goal is to build your ideal work, storage, worship, or retail space efficiently and cost-effectively. From concept to completion, we'll be by your side, helping you through the often complicated construction process. You can reach us by phone at 865-984-7393 or online at CaricoConstruction.com. 
That's C-A-R-I-C-O construction.com. Text CARICO to 85100 to receive our special offers. CARICO Construction. We build trust. El Jimador Mexican Grill. Authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill. Located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. it up, pack it in, but uh, first let me begin with the uh, halftime show here on the Twin Cities Certified in Maryville Game of the Week as we are with the Everton Orthodontics Halftime Report. As uh, Scott at the half, 56-0, to Alcoa leads, yes, you heard me correctly, that is not a final score, that is a halftime score, 56-0, to um, it's been total domination for the Tornadoes tonight. Oh, definitely, Heath. And one of the things that I noticed tonight, except for Alcoa getting the ball at the 50-yard line after that one punt, Alcoa has never really started a series on their side of the field tonight. Yeah, certainly. It's uh, it's uh, been uh, tough sledding for Austin East, but a pretty easy night so far for Alcoa. As um, there, there's not – we've probably beat this word into the ground, but uh, there's not enough depth. Um, but secondly, I would just say that athletically, um, just outmatched. You've got a really solid uh, Alco football team with a lot of athletes that have the potential, I would say, to go to the next level and potentially play at the D1, D2 level. Um, so just uh, a lot of skills players that are just uh, towering above their opponent tonight. They are. And Alcoa just – Alcoa is a powerhouse. Austin East years ago used to be one. They're trying to get back to that. But sometimes it's a hard up, uphill struggle just to get to that point. So, you know, they're going to get there. They're going to start giving us some challenges as they go on. But you got to give them time to get there. You certainly do. And, uh, Scott, you uh, back on the uh, statistical breakdown for us this week. Um, Marty back in the house. And so uh, we've got you uh, covering that for us tonight. If you want to give us a breakdown of uh, how this game has gone so far statistically. All right, will do, Heath. Let's look at Austin East, the visitors from East Knoxville. 21 rushing attempts, 19 yards, two of three in passing, no yards there. 23 total plays from scrimmage, 19 total yards for um, Austin East. No touchdowns, no score, two fumbles, both lost. Three first downs for Austin East. Leading rusher for the Roadrunners so far yardage-wise is Isaiah Flowers with nine yards. He's had six carries so far tonight. Looking over at oh, one other thing I want to add for this, you might find this interesting as well. Austin East has had the ball 17 minutes and three seconds in the first half. Still no score, not able to get the ball even across into Alcoa territory. Alcoa, on the other hand, 10 rushing attempts, 109 yards, five of eight 
in passing, no interceptions, 147 total passing yards, 256 total offensive yards, um, 300 total all-purpose yards. That includes the 44-yard touchdown run by Isaiah Bryant earlier. Four rushing TDs, three passing, and one special teams TD. That was the punt return. Camden Buckles, four of six, 128 yards. Zach Lunsford, one of two, 19 yards. Buckles has two thrown touchdowns. Lunsford has one tonight. So far, leading rusher for Alcoa would be Eddie Salter, two carries, 48 yards, no touchdowns. Major Newman has had a carry for 17. Also a reception for 27, which turned into a touchdown as well. Elijah Cannon, two carries, 10 yards, two touchdowns. Also two catches, 19 yards, and a touchdown as well. Jordan Harris, two carries, 19 yards with a touchdown. It seems like I'm saying touchdown to everyone I'm mentioning here, but that's practically <laughs> what it is. DJ Foster, one carry, 19 yards, also a touchdown. Elijah Owens, one catch, 65 yards, and a touchdown. That was the very first play of the game for Alcoa. Brennan Dugan has a catch for five yards for Alcoa as well. Again, and Isaiah Bryant, a punt return for 45 or 44 yards for a touchdown. Alcoa, again, has had the ball six minutes and 57 seconds. Totally lopsided on the time of possession, but reversed when you look at the score. Yeah, that's wild to think about. Six minutes and 56 seconds of time of possession in the first half for the Tornadoes and 56 points to show for it. Exactly. That's wild. That's a, an absolutely wild stat, and we appreciate uh, the statistical breakdown you give us each and every week. Scott, um, hopefully in the second half, we have to imagine it, it's not only better, but I would say safer for some of these players, too, right, right. if they uh, – reduce the uh, the the amount of time in each quarter maybe go to 10 minute quarters and then that continuous clock since it is mercy right because austin east has already lost two important players they lost number yeah. 35 burst and they also lost number 24 billingsley who um from what i remember even seeing last year as a freshman is a really good player yeah so austin east has lost two important pieces of their their game for tonight hopefully these young men will get better austin east will be playing next week um from all indications, it looks like they'll be playing Unicoi County to start off in round one of the playoffs next week. Yeah, and you know, Scott, I don't I don't know if we've got any Austin East fans listening to the broadcast tonight, but uh, I hope they know that we, we this is this is not fun for us either. Like we we, we wanna see a better football game and, and we know the power of Austin East football of the past. I mean right. this used to be a game that usually gave us a run for our money. This was a team typically that was atop the region with us battling for first place in the region at the end of the season in the final game you know last year we were kind of disappointed when we found out we had to play them at the start because we're used to this being the game that determines the region and it's usually right. the final game of the season of the regular season and so um we uh, I, I, w I would say I don't think any of us are having a good time watching the score be a bloodbath now while we're happy for Alcoa doing so well we right. enjoy a good football well, team just like the next person and, and you look at it was Alcoa and then Austin East right there alongside Gatlinburg Pittman. Yeah. You know, and so. And then he had Kingston usually right there behind King, oh him. Oh, yeah. Kingston or Rome County, whichever you want to call it, right <laughs> there on top. 
And, of course, Pigeon Forge has been making a move up. Pigeon Forge finished mm -hmm. second this year. Scott Meadows had a really good team. They had a great game against Gatlinburg-Pittman last night. Former head coach of the Alcoa Tornadoes, Scott Meadows, right. um, who's done a really good job with that uh, Pigeon Forge program. Was there previously, left for a little while, came back to Pigeon Forge, and I think he's just really found a home there, and he's done well with them, and we uh, – it's a joy seeing them play, but Biscotta for Austin East, um, despite the record and the tough season they've had, these seniors for them will still get a taste of the playoffs their final year as they still are fourth place in the region and will be able to move on to play Unicoi County next week. Right, should be a really good game. Um, again, we wish Austin East well as they will be taking on um, or should be taking on Unicoi County next week. Absolutely, and Scott, we'll find out a little bit more about who else these teams will potentially be playing what the scores look like tonight, what the playoff picture could look like next week for those that are not set in stone yet, as we'll have Trevor come on the headset with you in a moment and talk about the playoff picture here on the Everteen Orthodontics Halftime Show as uh, might be a little extended as it's homecoming week and we've got homecoming going on right now in front of us on the field. I see a lot of maroon jerseys, a lot of Alcoa players represented down there, um, but uh, congrats to all of those that were honored on the homecoming court tonight. But let's take a three-minute break, and when we come back, Trevor Dunkel to give us a playoff picture. We'll be back in a minute. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blount County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation review and assurance services. It's Whitlock & Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock & Company online at whitlockcpa.com. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653 or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. All right, and welcome back to the Everdeen Orthodontics Halftime Show. My fault, I'm sorry. We're actually at the Whitlock & Associates Halftime Show. 
I apologize for that. In the Twin City Certified In Marable Game of the Week. As this is Scott Dunkel bringing on Trevor Dunkel here. Trevor is going to give us a breakdown, not only of the scores, but also of some possible um, lock-ins for the playoffs. So we're going to go to Trevor. He's going to give us the Bliss Air scoreboard. Hey, thank you, Scott. Uh, so we'll start off with uh, 1A Region 2 and then just kind of work our way up from there. Uh, 1A Region 2 is important to the area because of, of Greenback. Um, right, or as of this week, Coalfield has number one position locked in. Looks like Oakdale uh, uh, Midway and Greenback will be battling for uh, second through fourth positions. Tonight, Greenback travel to Oakdale. They are uh, Oakdale leading right now 7-6 to six in the second. Um, with that loss, Greenback would most likely lose, uh, move back to the fourth place position. Um, and then also Midway travel to Oliver Springs tonight. There is no update on that. So unfortunately, hopefully we'll get something later. Um, and then their region, Region 2, will be facing Region 1 um, in the playoffs. That was locked before we even came to this week with Cloudland at 1, Uneka at 2, Jellico at 3, and North Green at 4. And then moving on to 3A Region 1, the region that Alcoa will be going against. Um, looks like Alcoa will be facing off against Johnson County as Johnson County uh, claims fourth place recently. Unicoi County has placed uh, first tonight. Chucky Doak is uh, taking on West Green. Chucky Doak leading that game right now 14-6 to in the second. Whoever wins that game will get second place and the other uh, team will get third. Um, and then Unicoi also playing uh, Johnson County tonight. Not really going to change anything, but Unicoi is, is leading that game 21-0 to zero in the second. Um, and then not much uh, to really give you an update on our region tonight as the more important game in our region was played last night. Um, Alcoa has already locked in first. Austin East locked in fourth. Last night, Pigeon Forge took second as they defeated Gatlinburg-Pittman 17-14. to Gatlinburg-Pittman getting third place. And then Northview and Union County are playing each other tonight. However, there is no update on that. Actually, now they give an update. Union County leading 20-14 in the second. Um, and whoever wins that will get their first region win of the season. And then moving on to 3A Region 3. Um, you have Loudon and Kingston that are going at it tonight. Um, that battle, whoever wins will claim first place in the region, and then uh, whoever loses will get second place. Right now, that game is actually tied zero all in the second. Uh, normally, you see Loudon scoring a lot of points on their opponents, just like Alcoa, but it looks like it's a battle of defenses tonight. Um, and then also you have Signal Mountain, McMinn Central, Brainerd, and Sweetwater all playing each other tonight, battling for third and fourth. Sweetwater and McMinn Central are tied seven all in the second, and Signal Mountain leads Brainerd six to zero in the second. And then continuing with 3A, but moving to region four. Um, so this is the region that Loudon and, and uh, their region would be going against. Giles County uh, travel to Cannon uh, County tonight, and Grundy County travel to Community tonight. So there is no updates on that, as I assume those would be Middle Tennessee. Correct, Scott? Right. Okay. Um, and then moving on to 4A Region 1, um, you have uh, 
Elizabethan, who traveled to Seymour. Elizabethan leading that 28-0. to zero. They're looking to get second place in the region as Greenville has locked in number one. And then Volunteer uh, leading Sullivan East right now, 13-0 to zero in the second. And Sullivan East um, is... Um, is in volunteer are all fighting for those second, third, and fourth place uh, places. Um, and then moving to uh, region two in that and four A, you have uh, Anderson County, Carter, South Doyle, Fulton, and Gibbs all battling tonight for uh, their playoff positions. Not looking too great for Gibbs, unfortunately, Scott. As South Doyle leads that game twenty-eight to zero in the second. If Gibbs lose, they are out. Um, and then Carter is uh, behind Fulton right now. Fulton leading 17-0 at the half. Um, so we'll keep uh, keep you guys updated to see what the playoff picture will look like later with that. I'm um, continuing to move to 5A. I, I assume I probably need to speed this up a little bit more. Um, so I'll, I'll skip to 6A. Uh, to okay, go ahead and cover 5. Okay. okay. Um, so now we'll go back to 5A. Uh, Region 1, uh, you have Daniel Boone. David Crockett, Morristown West, and Tennessee High looking to take those those first four uh, spots. But we'll move to Region 2 as West uh, is hosting Central tonight. We thought that was going to be a great game to pay attention to, but West is leading that 49-0. to I'd say they probably the have that one. Oh, yeah. So West looks like they'll be claiming the first position in their region. Central will, will take number two. Um, and then you have Sevier County. Um, hosting Cock County tonight. Sevier County leading 42 to 3 in the second. So they'll most likely claim third. And Hall's uh, defeating Heritage 38 to 0 at the half. So they look like they'll take fourth while Cock County and Heritage are sitting outside of the playoffs. And um, then moving on to uh, our continuing of 5A, Region 3. You also have uh, Clinton and Carnes going at it tonight. They're tied 7 all in the second. Lenore City losing to Powell right now, 35-0 to zero, um, in the second. And then uh, Oak Ridge leading Campbell County, 14-7 to seven in the second. So maybe uh, some movement there. Looks like Powell's going to uh, claim first. We'll see where Carnes, Campbell County, Oak, and Oak Ridge, and potentially Clinton will end up uh, with the playoffs. Moving over to uh, Region 4, still staying with 5A. You'll have Udawal traveling to McMinn County tonight and Walker Valley traveling traveling to Howard. Um, there is no updates on either of those uh, games. And then moving up to 6A, you have Science Hill, Jefferson County, Dobbins-Bennett, and West Ridge all battling tonight to see where they turn out um, within those top four playoff positions. Science Hill traveling to Dobbins-Bennett. Uh, Science Hill leading that 14-3 at the half. I'm a Westridge hosting Jefferson County tonight. Westridge leading that 14-12 at the half. And then moving over to Maryville's uh, region, Region 2, 6A. There's a, uh, well, sorry, I apologize. I did skip one team in Region 1. Morristown East is leading William Blunt tonight, 25-0 in the second. Um, and then Maryville looking to claim the first position in Region 2 as they're leading Bradley Central 35-7 at the half. Bradley Central will take that second position. Bearden and Fair get tied with 7 at the half, and Cleveland leading Hardin Valley 35-3 in the second. All right, good deal. Trevor, thank you very much. That was a Bliss Air scoreboard as you're listening to the Whitlock & Associates halftime show. We're going to take a break here for a couple minutes. When we come back, 
you will have Marty and Heath back with the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. This is Scott Dunkel. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, Call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500, and let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows, and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500, NMLS 164125. Hello, radio friends. Smiley Riley here at Twin City Certified in Maryville, Blount County's newest and only certified pre-owned dealership. So, Smiley, why should folks buy a certified vehicle from Twin City Certified? All pre-owned vehicles get service from a certified trained technician, which includes a 125-point inspection. It's your key to getting more for your money and mile after mile of carefree driving. It's the quality that our customers deserve. So if you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, make Twin City Certified your destination. And remember, we make auto buying quick and easy. Twin City Certified.com. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55, loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. I am Representative Bob Ramsey, a half-century Blunt County football fan, I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responder service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey. Welcome back to Goddard Field and Homecoming here at Alcoa High School where we have crowned a king and queen and Alcoa has hit the crown of the Roadrunners several times about the head in the first half and lead 56 to nothing. Uh, the head coach for Austin East was asked at the halftime if he would like to cut the quarters to 10 minutes and a continuous clock. He doesn't have a um, say-so in the continuous clock. It's mercy rule. But he said, absolutely not are we cutting the time off of this. What am I telling my players if we do that? You're telling them you're trying to keep them healthy, coach. The kick is end over end, fielded at the four-yard line. There's a hole, and there's some running room now for number three of Austin East. And he will return it all the way out to near midfield. And that is Demir Ligon. And he's a freshman, and 
and he's, he's had some relatives on this team before, I believe. I've, I've, we've called that name Ligon before. Yeah, name certainly sounds familiar, Marty. And Marty, also right now, want to remind everyone that Trevor's Tornado Trivia is up on Facebook and on Twitter. Your question of the night, Alcoa has 19 state football championships. However, Austin East does not have the same success. When was the last time Austin East won a state football championship? And what team did Austin East defeat to win? Each question answered right, right will win you a $10 gift certificate from Windy City Grill. And Alcoa with a plethora of backups in the game now, and they send one more on as they only had 10 on the field. And a great play by one of the backups. That's number 33 for the Tornadoes. Just busted through the offensive line and broke up the play was Shamir Sharif, the 5'9 junior. And I did mention it was homecoming, and at homecoming we did crown a king and queen. And the queen is Miss Claire Siegler. She was escorted by Mr. Juan Rodriguez, and Claire is the daughter of Jeff and Amy Siegler. Siegler. Claire has been a member of the marching band and color guard for four years. She is also the student government body president and the National Honor Society treasurer. Claire is also a member of the Scholars Bowl, Governor's School for Emerging Technology, and Yearbook Staff. She is also the student correspondent for the Daily Times, as uh, it will be a give. Is that number 11 back in the game now? It is indeed. It's good to see him back. That is... Jeremiah Conwell, was he the one that was hurt in the first half? Heath, no. No, he's had some action off and on throughout tonight's game. Indeed, yeah, he has. And I was trying to think. I was I was happy for Austin East for something there for a minute. But it was a good play. It, it was picked up uh, about four or five yards on second down after the loss on first down. So it'll be third and a long nine now at the 49 of their own for the Roadrunners. They move left to right on your listening device. And it is Troutman in at quarterback now, and he fumbles. But luckily for him, as he was trying to twist away from a tackle, his offensive lineman there to save the day was number 51, Zacchaeus Houston. So it will be fourth down, and we'll see if they'll leave Troutman in now to punt. So the young freshman, as aforementioned, was in the game here in the second half to try to quarterback the Roadrunners to a little better prosperity. It didn't take over, and it will be Troutman that remains in the game now to punt. And uh, as we are in a punt formation, the homecoming queen was crowned at halftime too, and it was one of our favorites, and that is Mr. Major Newman. Major is the son of Derek Dewan Freeman and Nicole Cummings Freeman. And the punt is away, and it is fielded at the 41 by number 14. Another backup into the game now. That is Dominique Stevens. He's a 5'6", 125-pound sophomore. And Major is a member of the AHS, or Alcoa, football team for four years. He has been All-State for two years and state champion in the triple jump. Once again, the homecoming queen and king are Mrs. Claire Siegler and Mr. Major Newman. And the give goes to number 33. That's, is that 23 or 30? That is 23, Marty. Yeah, that is. is Shannon Salter, the big 
freshman running back with a, a really good season last year in the eighth grade ranks and a lot of buzz around him coming into this season and hasn't had as much opportunity because of the depth of running backs Alcoa has but he's going to be a player to look out for over the next few seasons. He's a human bowling ball. With some he, speed. With some speed. He's 5'9", 235, and he, he kind of runs and looks a little bit uh, like the Jaguar running back. Uh, I've, I've said it earlier this year, I forgot. He went to UCLA, played for the Jaguars. Uh, Maurice Jones-Drew. Maurice Jones-Drew. Reminds me a little bit of him. And it's Lunsford in the game at quarterback. He's going to give the ball this time to another back in the game, which is number 21. Jules That's Scales. Jules Scales. He's yeah. 5'9", a buck 65. And he's got some quicks as he is draw, brought down, though. And Alcoa turns the ball over on first down or on fourth down to the Roadrunners. And Austin East will take over at the Alcoa 48-yard line. Alcoa just keeping the play calling simple and have a bunch of youngsters in the game right now. So uh, thank you to Coach Donnie Moore for giving us the homecoming king and queen information. And uh, it's, it's nice to work with good people. And, and not only do the video crew, that we work with them. Um, you know, we work with Coach Moore, who's over the loudspeaker here at Alcoa. And, uh, and they will be on the air tomorrow on this station doing the sports page i think it's the 43rd year and they will be at barley's or blue tick if you will and that will uh be on at 11 a.m in the morning and and they've got a great staff and crew they got troy provost heron from the daily times and of course they've uh, got coach moore and they've got um although william blunt baseball coach but I, my mind is drawn a blank. Playo? But Playo, that is correct. And how can I forget that? His daughter was such a great basketball player, too. And it was amazing to watch her and Kate go back and forth in, in, in some ball games. And the pitch or snap is high. It's pulled down back in the game as number two, the quarterback for the Roadrunners. And that is Holloway. A high snap, he's able to get a hand on it, bat it to himself, and then quickly get around left end and pick up nine yards. And what was a busted play may be the best offensive play of the evening for A.E. Yeah, good job making something out of nothing that time by Holloway. And so now third and one for Austin East with 4.48 remaining here in the third quarter. 4.45 and counting now. Non-stop clock here in the second half. We're under mercy rule. The give will be up the middle. And a nice run. That's number three for A.E. And he'll take it forward and pick up a first down and get inside the Alcoa 35 to the 34. And that was Demir Ligon. Like you said, Heath, he's going he's gonna to have a bright future with the Roadrunners. He is indeed another freshman. And he'll remain in the backfield with Holloway, the junior quarterback. And they'll have a slot or a wing to the left. It's actually kind of a semi-offset eye. And now back in motion comes number seven, Demarcus Allen. And he'll get the ball on a jet sweep. He's got some room. And he turns on his jets and scoots inside the 25 down to about the 23. So this Austin East offense having some success now against the Alcoa Junior Varsity slash freshman team. 
Yeah, trying to see if they can put some points on the board, Marty, and prevent a shutout. And they've still got plenty of time to do that, and they're doing a good job on this offensive drive now at the 22. And it will be, once again, Holloway and a pistol. Offset eye to the left. The give is to the left, and the give is to Ligon, who's brought down in the backfield. Looked like a stunt or just a slant that time by the inside linebacker. That's number 23. And that is, no, that's 26. I beg your pardon. And that is Travante Walker. No. That's Terrence Long, the sophomore, coming in and making a play that time, Marty, for a loss of three. You know, I want to apologize to Billy Williams if he's listening to the broadcast. I'd never figured out that Jamil was his son. Jamal. Jamal. Jamil, Jamal, Pfeffer <laughs> Incorporated. It, um, the give, once again, is Ligon. He's going to try to find his way outside, and all he's going to meet as a ton or a gaggle of maroon jerseys. But um, uh, Jamal Williams is, and I'm sorry, Billy, for even pronouncing his name wrong. I've not done that all year. Uh, but uh, Billy Williams is Alcor royalty. He was one of the best receivers that's ever played here, went on to go and play and, and even score a few touchdowns for the Big Orange. And... Um, not quite got to that next level. I'm not sure if he ever played pro ball or not, but you talk about when you got Shannon Mitchell and Billy Williams on the same offensive side, and I don't know if it was Tyrus Gilmore or Chad Smith may have been the running back. They were good. They were really good. And it is Holloway in the backfield. It's the shotgun at quarterback, and he's going to be blitzed. And Heath put him in a bag. He sacked. All the way back at the 37-yard line. And was that number 27 for the Tornadoes? Greg Jones. Greg Special Delivery Jones. Yeah, good job that time by the senior. Getting an opportunity and making the most of it that time with a big-time sack for this defense. And uh, the Austin East football team, Marty, that was moving right down the field, play after play, has now gone from first and ten at the twenty-two to fourth and twenty-two. Yeah, it's it's a more like it's a long twenty-two, is what it is. Officials are telling the uh, Austin East receivers to get on sides. They are now, and it will be Holloway in a shotgun with a I formation, and it's going to be just a jet sweep to number seven of the road runners that is demarcus allen and he's brought down for a big loss and that was number 33 it looked like he may have just got a cleat um to the wrist and, and in this cold weather it all hurts like that heath and that's shamir sharif 5'9, 220. well sharif seems to be okay and now makes his way to the sidelines and now this offense back on the field, Marty, as Zach Lunsford comes out to lead the helm and this team. And uh, taking a look here, trying to view who is in the backfield at running back right now for the Tornadoes. That is the bowling ball that is number 23, uh, Salter. And he'll get the ball. And Heath, he's showing some of that speed right now as he sheds a blocker, stiff arms another, and finally rushed or ushered out of bounds inside the 40 down to the 38-yard line, and that's going to do it for play in the third quarter as Alcoa will take a 56 to nothing advantage into the fourth and final frame. And we're going to take a Lee Franks timeout and be back 
in 60 seconds. We all come from any walks of life, but no matter where you come from, the Blunt Partnership's goal is to always ensure you and your business are our top priority. In Blunt County, you are family. In the foothills of the Smoky Mountains, there's no greater place to plan a business and raise a family. We'd love to pair up with you and plan for the days ahead. Here, you can have it all at BluntPartnership.com. We are Windy City Grill and we brought Chi Town Taste to the 865. Chicago style food and a fun atmosphere. Windy City Grill is a great place to watch your favorite games and enjoy wings, burgers, pizza, and more. At Windy City Grill, we have live entertainment most weekends and cornhole tournaments every Wednesday night. Stop by and see what all the excitement's about at Windy City Grill, located at 2641 U.S. Highway 411 South in Maryville. Best of luck with Trevor's Tornado Trivia. Lunch or dinner is on us for every winner up to $10. Find Windy City Grill on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you soon at Windy City Grill in Maryville. And uh, Steve Rock thrown from Lunsford to uh, the young wide receiver on the right side on just a quick, deep, deeper slant. And that was a howitzer out of the hand of Lunsford. And that moves the chains for a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down for the Tornadoes as they now have the ball on the Austin East 24-yard line. The defensive line that we uh, said so much about earlier in the game is now on one knee between every play and sucking some wind. Launcher with snap again, turns, gives it to number 26, who's going around right end, and not a lot of resistance is Terrence Long, the 5'9", 170-pound sophomore. So he finds his way to another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down inside the nine or inside the 10 at the nine. And that'll be a first and goal at that point. And Heath, a lot of good, uh, lo good looking young running backs Alcoa's got behind uh, some of their elders that are getting to play and spotlight their talents here in the fourth quarter. Yeah, it's fun to watch, Marty. That's the one thing we get to see off and on throughout the season when Alcoa is able to pull away from an opponent is get to see some of these young players get action, and it also helps them develop as right now developing into a touchdown is that run that time by Shy Shannon Salter. And as I was looking for the sponsors, that is an El Himidor touchdown into the maroon rectangle, and Alcoa on the board again to push it to 62 Tanada. Nice run by the freshman. And we'll see. I think they're going to they're going to go for two, I believe. Luncher's back in the game. Of course, he is the holder as well. But I knew, I don't see Bacon out there on the field. And Alcoa will indeed go for two. Hmm. Lunsford will be in a shotgun. They'll be split split backs. It's Jones and Salter, and it's just going to be a fade pattern, and it'll be completed. To, is that number 16? Looks like Garrison Stevens with the catch. It is Garrison Stevens, number 16. He's a 5'11 freshman. And the weapons just continue to show up for Alcoa. And it is now 64 to nothing. Tornadoes 
And I wonder if that, I, I wonder about that call. I wonder if that's a little something to the Austin East coach to not going down to the 10 minute quarters. Yeah, I kind of thought the same thing, Marty. Of, uh, you know, we, we tried to give you an opportunity to, to make this even quicker, short and sweet. Um, you wanted to keep it going as long as possible. So we're going to just keep doing what we do. And so, uh, again, though, they, they put their back, I'll call, put their backups in, let them play, and, and it can't help that the backups are making plays. And they are making plays, and, and that's an eight points now. That's eight points in the second half now for Alcoa, and Austin East has yet to score this evening. So there you go, Coach. That's what you could tell your boys. And I hate to – and I just – I feel sorry for Austin East. I really do. It has been just a, a really poor showing by them. They played better in the second half, but it's, you know, their varsity going up against Alcoa's junior varsity slash freshman team. And Bacon's in the kick now. He'll angle it toward the sideline. It'll be caught over there by number 13 at the 25. He's going to try to find the wall all the way to the right, and he's got some room to run, and he's finally herded and dropped as the unknown roadrunner as he gets past midfield into Alcoa territory at the 49-yard line. So number 13 is no name from parts unknown, and he takes it and returns it 26 yards and has the Roadrunners in business, although they trail 64 to nothing with seven minutes left to go in this Twin City certified in Maryville game of the week. We'll be back on the air next week, 7 o'clock again. Uh, for the kickoff to the Twin Cities Certified Maryville Game of the Week, the Everding Orthodontics pregame will, will start at 6.30, and it looks like it'll be a first-round playoff game that will be against Johnson County. And it's going to be Austin East taking a timeout. Oh, Coach, come on. We're going to take one with him. He's still teaching, guys. I can't, I'll give him that. Uh, but we'll be back in 60 seconds with more of the Twin Cities Certified Maryville Game of the Week after these messages. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call 865-268-5872 or check them out online smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. We're back. And a form tackle by number 40 for Alcoa. Just a beautiful. And now Ligon continues to move his legs and work upfield. But Cole Welch, just a 5'8", 150-pound linebacker, come up and form tackled Ligon. And as I said to his credit, Ligon kept, kept pushing. I mean, it's a, it's a gain of about two yards. But uh, these Alcoa backups are, are getting some valuable playing time tonight and, and executing pretty well. Handoff will go with Millis Troutman back in at quarterback now for Austin East. And this run will go for about, ooh, 
we'll say eight yards to the Alcoa 40. It's a good, strong run that time, just right up the gut. A little trap play by the Roadrunners. And they've got the, they're going to give him a first down. They're going to say he did get inside the 40, uh, down to the 39, and it's going to be good, good mark for the Roadrunners. But that'll move the chains. And that'll keep the clock running. 5.20 left to go in this contest. It's 64 to nothing. Alcoa. Troutman back in at quarterback for Austin East. Ligon is his setback to his left. And actually, no, Ligon was wind, uh, lined up wide to the right, comes back and gets the jet sweep, and then he's ushered out of bounds after he picks up eight yards to about the 31-yard line. And these Austin East kids are playing with a little bit more inspiration, as I've said several times, although it's against the Alcoa JV slash freshman team. Well, probably a little extra motivation after a two-point conversion score mm -hmm. as well. <laughs> Yeah, and I'd say their coach probably said something to him about that, too. Troutman in the game, and it will be Ligon this time right behind him in the backfield. And it will be number nine. Jo no, not Jordan Harris. I'm on the wrong roster again. Now Sneast oh. moved. And they were going for a little chop block there, number 72 was. <laughs> but number nine is Sam Beatty. Marty, the only chopping we want to see is at Truist Park tonight. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm just. Come on now, Marty. The Giants, they played good this year. The Giants played great this year. They were the best team in Major League Baseball, and I think the Dodgers were the second best team. I think they wore each other out. I mean, I, as a fan, I was tired. And uh, the give goes to Ligon, and he's banged down after about a gain of one. And, and coming up to make a, a hard hit was number, I can't see that number now. He's behind all of his players, but he came up from his safety spot. I believe that is number 16. That is Stevens. And it, Heath, it was, it was kind of like it was in, it's kind of like it was in 93 when the Braves won 104 games and the Giants won 103 games. Both of them fought to the very last day of the season. And then when the Braves played the Phillies in the playoffs, they were worn out. Yeah. And, and I kind of think that's what the Giants, and then once the Giants and Dodgers battled to the last day of the season and, Troutman goes down in a heap back in the Austin East backfield. It'll be a loss back to the 38-yard line. But the Giants and Dodgers fought until the very last day of the season. The Giants had 107 wins. The Dodgers had 106. And then the Dodgers do the playoff game. Then they have to play the Giants, and it goes five. And they get so slim in their, their pitching rotation to the Dodgers, they have to pitch a bull game, a bullpen game in game five. And even use Scherzer to close it out, and I think they won two to one. But there comes the snap. It's high. Troutman back. Good arm, and he's got a receiver back there. But it's going to be a little, a little, not enough. Underthrown, incomplete. Over on downs to Alcoa. But getting back to the baseball, and in the Braves. Um, well, I'll say this about the Braves, Marty. Injury after injury. And they lost 500. probably they probably lost the best player in the game, too, at about midseason. Right, and below 500 near the trade deadline, and the Braves decided to be buyers instead of sellers. And it worked out. Uh, Rosario, Soler, Jock, Jock Peterson, Peterson uh, a lot of key players that we got at the deadline that made big impacts and still are. And uh, even with the, some pitching injuries, Charlie Morton getting hurt in the Houston game in game one, Braves still able to overcome that. And it uh, certainly will be a fun game tonight as it's actually 0-0 zero to zero in the bottom of the second right now. 
and it's Graf uh, for the Tornadoes. He takes a snap and is chased out of bounds to the left. It'll be a loss of uh, maybe a yard or two as Eli Graf now, the freshman, 5'7", 145 pounds into the game. And he's talented as well, Heath. He's got a really good arm for, um, at the moment, a little guy. And Marty, it looks like there is a penalty on the field um, as the ref threw that up as the coach was up there talking to Eli. Not quite sure what is that going to be a sideline infraction. Keep your keep your flags in your pocket right now, unless it's just egregious. I mean, my gosh, there's a minute twenty seconds left. It's sixty-four to nothing. It was a sideline infraction against Alcoa. I mean, come on, guys, please. I, we just want to get out of here. This this game has been, you know, we, we, we want to cheer for the Tornadoes and wish them well, but it, it was so lopsided in the first half. I felt sorry for Austin Eves when they went off the field to the locker room. And it is shotgun. It's Graf still in there. And a shotgun, obviously, two receivers to the right. He's going to roll that way. He's going to look downfield. He's got a receiver open, and making the catch is number 84, and then he's tackled out of bounds. That's Charlie Sharp. He's a sophomore more that's 5'11", 110 pounds. He's basically like a stick with arms. Also, shout out to Eli Graff completing the pass, Marty. Indeed. He gets a, uh, he gets a completion. Someone else is taking now. That's it. That's going to be the ball game. Alcoa improves to 9-1 on the season, and they will play and host next week in the TSSAA State Playoffs Round 1. It looks to be Johnson County. We'll be on with the Everding Orthodontics pregame show at 6.30 and the Twin City Certified in Maryville game of the week at 7. So we'll be here on the same dial, same, same stream. Look for us. We'll look for you. And go Tornadoes. Another great season in the book for the Tornadoes and Coach Rankin and his staff. Be sure to stay tuned after the game for the Everding Orthodontics postgame show and the Bliss Air scoreboard. You will be with the Triple D team of Heath, Trevor, and Scott Dunkel. And they may be joined briefly by Dan the man. I'm not sure if he's still about or not. And uh, we got to get a player of the game. Is, is Dan down there to, to hoist him up here? And I need to go get Elijah Cannon, I guess. So we're going to take a three-minute break. We'll be back with the Whit or not Whitlock, but the Everding Orthodontics postgame show and the Bliss Air scoreboard right after this. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. 
CBD is sold everywhere these days. But only CBD American Shaman guarantees their products. 100% certified organic full spectrum. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable CBD with patented nanotechnology. Exclusively at CBD American Shaman with a money-back satisfaction guarantee. Stop by today and try a free sample of the most bioavailable CBD. Guarantee. Only at CBD American Shaman. CBD American Shaman, the most bioavailable, guaranteed. Have you ever wondered why they call it Super Tuesday? Well, it's all about the grind, WKVL's weekly sports show that gives the platform for fans to get their voices heard on all the week's hot sports topics. Coming to you live from the Party Pub in Alcoa every Tuesday night, 5 to 7 p.m. We'll talk Blunt County sports, college sports, pro sports, and all things big orange sports. Call-ins are welcome and live weekly giveaways. Join us each and every week. I think you'll be glad you did. Carico Construction. We are a commercial contractor serving Maryville and Knoxville. Building strong customer relationships is just as important to us as laying sound structural foundations. Our goal is to build your ideal work, storage, worship, or retail space efficiently and cost-effectively. From concept to completion, we'll be by your side, helping you through the often complicated construction process. You can reach us by phone at 865-984-7393 or online at CaricoConstruction.com. That's C-A-R-I-C-O construction.com. Text CARICO to 85100 to receive our special offers. CARICO Construction. We build trust. El Jimador Mexican Grill. Authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. This is WKVL, AM 850 and 100.9 FM, Maryville, Tennessee. A service of Blunt Broadcasting Corporation. Welcome into the Everton Orthodontics post game show here on the Twin Cities Certified in Maryville game of the week. I'm Hugh Dunkel, and with me here is Scott Dunkel. Uh, Scott, a uh, fantastic ball game for the Tornadoes tonight. We talked a little bit about it at the half. Um, Alcoa poured on eight more points and finished off with a 64-0 to zero victory. Nice game. Definitely for Alcoa anyway. I'm not too sure Austin East enjoyed it, but um, started off a little rainy and wet, and that pretty much summed it up for uh, Austin East anyway, especially in the first half. Um, just seemed like fumble and play after play after play Alcoa could do no wrong. Austin East could not do anything right uh, fumbling the ball and just a lot of mental mistakes in that first half totally just took them out of the game, especially in the first quarter. Well, not just starting off strong, go to the Tornadoes, but finishing strong as well. And speaking of finishing strong, let's do that with the final statistical breakdown. All right. For Austin East, 37 rushing attempts, 37 yards, 2 of 4 in passing, no yards 
for Austin East in their passing game. They were sacked twice. Leading rusher for Austin East, let's see, or rusher is Jeremiah Conwell, four carries for 12 yards. Isaiah Flowers, eight carries for five. And Demary Ligon, six carries for 42 yards, or 11 yards, I'm sorry, on that. It looks like he had a 52-yard, um, 52 yards worth of kickoff returns tonight for Austin East as well. And number 13, the no-name that we had, had 26. I uh, wish we'd had a name for him. At least it would have been good to get his name out there on the radio. <laughs> Unfortunately, didn't quite work out. Alcoa, though, 16 rushing attempts for 159 yards. 7 and 10 in passing, no interceptions, 167 or 68 yards for Alcoa. Eight first downs, two penalties, 10 yards for the Tornadoes as well. Alcoa actually was 8 of 8 in extra point attempts and 1 of 1 in two-point conversions. Camden Buckle, 4 of 6 for 128 yards. Zach Lunsford, 2 of 3 for 30, 33 yards. Um, Buckles had two touchdowns, Lunsford one, and Eli Graff had one toss for seven yards. Leading rushers for Alcoa, Elijah Cannon, 48 yards. For tonight. Uh, no, I looks like Eddie Salters, which you've got there, oh, Scott. I'm sorry, that's right. Elijah <laughs> Cannon had 10. My apologies. Uh, two touchdowns, though, and two carries. Eddie Salter, two carries for 48 yards, no touchdowns. Major Newman, one carry, 17 yards, also had one catch for 27 and a touchdown for Alcoa as well. Graff had one carry for minus two yards. Jordan Harris, two carries, 19 yards, one touchdown. DJ Foster had one carry, 19 yards, also a touchdown. Elijah or Eli Owens, one catch, 65 yards for a touchdown. On a lot of these all occurred during the uh, first half. Shannon Salter, three carries, 38 yards and a touchdown. He was the lone scorer for Alcoa in the second half. Joel Scales, one carry, negative one yards for Alcoa. Terrence Long, one carry, 15 yards. Charlie Sharp, one catch for seven yards. This one came from um, Graf and Dawson Sweetland, one catch for 14 yards as well. Also adding Brennan Dugan, one catch for five yards for Alcoa tonight. Alcoa again racking up 327 total offensive yards 20 on 26 plays, five rushing TDs. Three passing, one special teams touchdown, and a two-point conversion. Again, leads you to nothing but 64 points. Eh? Leads you to nothing but dominance as the Tornadoes with a big-time victory and a great way to wrap up the regular season. Uh, but, Scott, right now we're going to take a two-minute break, and when we come back on the headset, I have got our player of the week. That is Mr. Elijah Cannon. So we'll be back in just a few minutes. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blount County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation, review, and assurance services. It's Whitlock & Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. 
phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock and Company online at whitlockcpa.com. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653 or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills, or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500, And let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows, and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500, NMLS 164125. I am Representative Bob Ramsey, a half-century Blount County football fan. I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responder service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey. Hello, radio friends. Smiley Riley here at Twin City Certified in Maryville, Blount County's newest and only certified pre-owned dealership. So, Smiley, why should folks buy a certified vehicle from Twin City Certified? All pre-owned vehicles get service from a certified trained technician, which includes a 125-point inspection. It's your key to getting more for your money and mile after mile of carefree driving. It's the quality that our customers deserve. So if you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, make Twin City Certified your destination. And remember, we make auto buying quick and easy. Twin City CityCertified.com. All right, welcome in everyone here on the Everton Orthodontics post game show. And right now on the Twin City Certified in Maryville game of the week, we have our player of the week, and that is the sophomore running back defensive line player Mr. Do-It-All Elijah Cannon here on the headset with us tonight and Elijah uh, a great game for you tonight two rushing attempts for 10 yards two touchdowns two receptions 19 yards one touchdown three total TDs tonight an efficient 
play, and all of that was in the first quarter. We knew our first, we knew our player of the week after one quarter of play because of how incredible your performance was tonight. Talk to us about what you were seeing on the field. Um, I mean, I really wouldn't see anything different. I yep. kind of came into the game like I always come into games, mm -hmm. prepare myself, you know, mentally focus. The week of practice prepared fine, and I guess it just turned out as I had a really good performance. Yeah, absolutely. You, you did phenomenal tonight, Elijah. And, uh, you know, talking about incredible performances for you, only a sophomore, right? Uh, freshman season got a lot of great opportunities on this varsity level, uh, but now you continue to develop, grow, get better. What was it from year one to year two that you were really focused on coming into this season? Um, I just think mostly it's the little things, mm -hmm. the little details that yeah. make the biggest differences. I don't think it's like so much of the, the real big starlight shine plays and things like that. I think it's the little details in practice, like practicing like you play, getting your steps right, your reads, where your eyes are supposed to be. I think it just comes as like all of that comes into one and makes you how you play. Absolutely. Well, you know, and you, when you take a step to each level, from middle school to high school, high school to college, that IQ's got to raise a little bit, right? So kind of like you're talking about, you, you learn freshman year kind of what high school football feels like. You learn to kind of grow and develop in that intelligence level as well, not just the physical, but the mental is a big part of the game. And, and you obviously have honed that well, continuing to develop on that. And speaking of continuing, this Alcoa football season, as we all are used to, is moving on, right? Regular season is now over. The second half of our season, as we like to look at it, is just beginning, and that is playoff time. How do you prepare for the second half for the Tornadoes? Um, you know, really, I think it starts with what I said earlier about practice, mm -hmm. the little details in practice and make sure you're nailing every single thing because at this point there's not really much room to make mistakes. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, we're starting the playoffs and eventually we're going to be deep so there's not going to be many opportunities where we're going to be able to make mistakes. But I think that Coach Rankin and Coach Nix is going to do a really good job of that. And they certainly do each and every week, right? And, and for you, you have to be focused on both sides of the football, playing offense, playing defense, using you kind of as that defensive line hybrid, I would say, moving outside when you need to and making uh, you know some blitzes. You use that speed to your advantage, bull rushing past those linemen and making plays in the, in the backfield. That's why we call you Elijah shot out of a cannon is because that's what you are when you, you get the football or when you're going after it. But, you know, Elijah, we, we talk about football a lot here on this show, but um, – I had an opportunity yesterday to catch up with you a little bit as we were at Alcoa Media Day for the basketball team. And, um, you know, for you, another dual sport athlete for this high school and for this football team. As a couple other players we talked to yesterday play basketball as well. Um, but kind of getting you and your thoughts now is um, you've already had one season under your belt of transitioning from football to <clears throat> basketball. And it's not an easy thing for a school like Alcoa because you guys play all the way past the start of the basketball season, and you usually enter after six, seven, eight games of basketball is already going, and you have to kind of integrate yourself into that and kind of switch modes, right? Switch from that football mindset to that basketball mindset as well. What's that like for you, and what did you kind of learn from year one to help prepare you for the second time doing that? Well, I mean, last year it was pretty hard for me because mm -hmm. at first I was kind of uneasy. I hadn't really played basketball in a while, and so for me to make that transition, meeting the new guys, you know, the coach, everything. Coach Collins a great guy, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, uh, it, it was easier than I expected, but at the same time, it was a little difficult because me being a freshman, everybody knows me from football. I come in in basketball, got to learn the plays and everything, and that obviously takes a while. So, I mean, this year, the only 
the only thing I think is going to be different is that I already know the guys. I'm mm-hmm. already used to them. I've already implemented the plays. I know what like I know how to run things, and so I think that's why it'll be easier. But at the same time, I think after football season last year, they gave me a chance to take a two three week break. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't do it. I just yeah. shot into basketball because I was excited about it. But I think this year I'll take advantage of that. Yeah, absolutely. And that that's something actually. Um, I was really impressed with uh, Jordan Harris yesterday talking to him about that because he said the same thing. He said, you know. I needed a I needed a break. I needed a minute to kind of change the headspace and, and rest for a minute and recover physically, but mentally rest, recover, and then flip gears to basketball and kind of get myself fully prepared and ready for that. And I love that they do that for you guys. I think I definitely agree that it's needed. You guys take a beating. You win football games, but you take a beating yeah, right on that football field because a lot of you are playing both sides. So it's, it wears you out physically, but uh, you, you get done with it, and then you're ready to roll. And we look forward towards an uh, amazing basketball season for you guys too and, uh, and you continuing to improve on the court as well. But we're going to keep you as long as we can because we want to we want to get another state title, right? And we want to see what we can do here on the football field. But uh, impressive performance tonight for Mr. Elijah Cannon. And, Thank Elijah, you. I've been waiting to have you up on here <laughs> in the headset with me we talked about that yesterday and uh, we give you your first player of the game for alcoa versus austin east an incredible performance from you tonight thank so you. we appreciate it man thanks so thank much you. for joining us thank you and thanks for tuning in we're going to take a two-minute break and we'll be back to wrap up the post-game show here on the twin city certified in maryville game of the week crossover vehicle owners here's a tire just for you Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55. Loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. Welcome back in on the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week in the Everteen Orthodontics Post Game Show. I'm Heath Dunkel. We just finished up a moment ago talking with Elijah Cannon, uh, incredible sophomore athlete for this football team, who was the Smoky Mountain Axe House Player of the Week as he had two rushing attempts for 10 yards and two touchdowns, two receptions for 19 yards and one touchdown. And ladies and gentlemen, those stats were all in the first quarter as Alcoa ran away with this one and a lot of backups starting to get into this ball game as early as possible. But Elijah set the tone and had a phenomenal night. So super proud of him and what he did and a great interview. So we certainly appreciate him getting on the headset with us. But here in just a moment, I've got a, going to be joined by Trevor Dunkel who is getting our playoff 
kind of picture starting to take shape and taking a look at how the scores have uh, finished out for this week. Trevor, you ready to roll? Yes, sir. Um, so a lot going on right now. Obviously, there's a lot of scores continuing to to roll in, so trying to keep up to date while also uh, giving you the playoff picture. So we'll start um, in 1A Region 1. Um, as that is the region that Greenbacks region will be going against. Um, before tonight, we have Cloudla Cloudland had locked in first place, Uneka uh, second, Jellico third, and North Green fourth. Um, and then moving on to Region 2, Coalfield had already locked in first place, so they'll be taking on North Green next week. Um, we still have uh, some games going on right now that will uh, determine how Region 2 will turn out. Right now, Greenback and Oakdale um, are. Oh, uh, Greenback is leading 14 to 13 at the half against Oakdale. Looking to see if there's any updates on that here soon. Um, actually, Oakdale just scored to start the third quarter, so Oakdale leading that 16 to 14. Um, Greenback will still make the playoffs, but just kind of where that seating will be um, will be uh, interesting to watch. And then also Midway and uh, Oliver Springs going at it tonight. Both of them tied 14 all at the half. Um, Oliver Springs out of the playoffs, it looks like. However, this will kind of help uh, Greenback get a better ranking if Midway is defeated tonight. Um, and then moving on to 3A Region 1, uh, we have uh, Unicoi County tonight. Um, apologize. I got thrown off Unicoi. County tonight, oh, uh, they had already, they're playing Johnson County tonight. Uh, Unicoi is leading 46-0 to zero at the half, so wow. it looks like Unicoi will be locking in first place. They will get Austin East next week as Austin East has claimed fourth in our region. Chucky Doak and West Green are going at it right now. Um, looks like uh, Chucky Doak is leading that 22-13 at the half. Uh, so if Chucky Doak continues winning there, they will go on to take on um, Gatlinburg Pittman, and West Green will take on uh, Pigeon Forge. And then Johnson County had already locked in fourth place before going in tonight, so we will take on Johnson County next week. Um, and then also an update in our region, uh, Union County leading Northview 22-14. Um, so we'll take a, a we'll keep uh, looking out on that. Oh. New update for Unicoi County. Um, they are leading Johnson County 52-6, to six, so you can pretty much say that. Um, that one's in the bag at this point. <laughs> Moving on to, or continuing with Region, or 3A, I'm sorry, and then Region 3, um, the region that Loudon is in. They took on Kingston tonight, battling for first place. Loudon is leading that 14-0 to zero right now um so we'll keep an eye out for that but it looks like loudon will be taking first place so they could be going against community or grundy who are battling tonight um looks like uh, grundy is leading that six to zero at the half whoever loses that game is outside of the playoffs whoever wins will most likely get loudon um and then you have kingston if they lose tonight they'll take second place um they'll most likely take on uh Sikachi. and then you have signal mountain um, hosting Brainerd, leading 8-0 at the half right now. Um, and then Sweetwater and McMinn Central are tied 14 all at the half. So that will uh, determine those third and fourth spots with Sweetwater already um, outside of the playoffs. Continuing, um, or I already talked about Region 4, kind of added that in, as you have Giles County um, 
traveling to Cannon County tonight. Skiles leading that 15-0 at the half. They're battling for, for first place as well right now. Um, and then we'll continue to 4A Region 1. Um, Greenville has the uh, first place locked up. Elizabethton um, is leading Seymour 42-0 in the third. So it looks like Elizabethton will take second. Volunteer leading Sullivan East 27-0 in the third. So it looks like Volunteer will take third. Seymour will take fourth. Sullivan East and Granger County outside of the playoffs. Um, and then Region 2, you have uh, Carter who traveled to Fulton tonight. Fulton leading that 24-8 um, in the fourth. And then it looks like South Doyle will get a win against Gibbs tonight. Uh, South Doyle leading that 38-7 in the fourth. That's so fortunate. Looks like uh, that will end up with Anderson County, who is already in first place. South Doyle will move up to second. Fulton will move to third. Carter going from second place down to fourth tonight mm. uh, as they That's lose a big drop. to Fulton. Oh, yeah, but a lot better than uh, getting knocked out of the playoffs like Gibbs did. Yeah. Um, but with that, it looks like Anderson County will most likely take on Seymour. Um, South Doyle will take on Volunteer. Fulton will take on Elizabethton, and uh, Carter will take on Greenville. And then moving on to 5A, so many teams, so many scores. <laughs> um, you have Daniel Boone in first place in Region 1, David Crockett in second, Morristown West in third, and Tennessee High in um, fourth. And then moving on to uh, Region 2, you have um, – well, I did – Apologize, I did forget to give this update. Tennessee is leading Cherokee 30-0 in the third. That's why we can just kind of determine that Tennessee High will take that, right. that fourth spot while Cherokee will be outside of the playoffs. Um, moving to Region 2, who, who they will play. Uh, West is defeating Central 49-14 in the fourth, so West will claim that first spot. They'll go undefeated in region play. Central will take that second spot, um, and then... Uh, Hall's defeating Heritage right now, 38-0. to zero. Uh, Well, that was a halftime update. They haven't updated it since. I don't think anybody is wanting to pay attention to that anymore. <laughs> they went home. Uh, well, yeah. Um, and then Sevier County is defeating Cock County, right, or did defeat Cock County tonight, 48-3. to three. So in that region, it'll be West at 1, Central at 2, Sevier County at 3, Hall's at 4, with Cock County and Heritage on the outside. What that means for playoffs is West will play Tennessee High, Central will play Morristown West. Sevier County will play David Crockett. And Halls will play Daniel Boone. Then, continuing with 5A, um, we have Powell, who uh, is hosting Lenore City tonight. That was not a close game as could be expected. Powell defeated them 38-0. Um, Powell take the, or kept first place tonight. Carnes is uh, losing to Clinton right now, 19-7 in the third. Um, and then Oak Ridge and Campbell County are tied at 14 all in the third. So that's a good game. Like I said, oh yeah, like I said, Powell has clinched first. Carnes, Campbell County, Oak Ridge, and Clinton all battling for that second, third, and fourth spots. One will have to stay at home with Lenore City next week. Um, and then Region 4, we have um, Ray County at first. McMinn County uh, looks like they'll keep second. Walker Valley at third. I'm um, in Udawal in fourth. Um, Howard sitting on the outside, unfortunately. So we'll see how all of that shakes up to see who uh, plays there. Now, uh, 6A, so the last, last <laughs> round. Um, you have Science Hill, who traveled to Dobbins-Bennett tonight. Uh, last update on that, Science Hill was leading 
uh, well, they actually just scored. So Science Hill leading 21 to 3 in the fourth, um, and West Ridge leading, um, or that game just ended actually. West Ridge winning 35 to 12 against Jefferson County, um, and then Morristown East looking to get a win against William Blunt as Morristown East leads 25 to 15 in the fourth. So how that will look up or look is Science Hill will most likely take first if they continue to defeat uh, Dobbins Bennett tonight. Jefferson County, um, I didn't get to work this one out. So there will be a little bit of mix up there. Jefferson County will probably take uh, third or fourth place where Westridge will most likely move up to second. Dobbins Bennett will, will be down with Jefferson County in third and fourth. Um, and then you have uh, Maryville defeating Bradley Central tonight, 42-14 to for Maryville to take their first place position. Um, Bearden and Farragut were tied 14-all last. Doesn't look like to be um, an update on that yet. Nope, actually Farragut just got a field goal to end that game. Farragut defeating Bearden 17-14. And then Cleveland leading Hardin Valley 35-3 in the third. So Maryville will take first. Bradley Central will take second. Um, Farragut winning looks like they may take third um, with Cleveland in uh, fourth. So uh, Bearden may be on the outside looking in. Or well, now they did beat Cleveland. It's it's kind of hard to see how that will shake up. Um, but we'll see next week what all the matchups will be, and we'll give you those updates when they roll in. Well, thanks, Trevor. And as you mentioned earlier, for those Alcoa fans curious, Alcoa looks like they're going to be taking on Johnson County in the first round. And a familiar foe as Alcoa faced Johnson County last season at home and defeated them 49-0. to I believe Johnson County is called the Longhorns as well, if I remember correctly, like Anderson County is. So they will face the Longhorns next week. And uh, we'll, we'll have to look out. Sorry, I think I'm a little bit off there. They're the Mavericks, but they have a Longhorn-looking symbol. That's right. That's why it sticks in my head. My bad. Took me a minute. Good thing uh, Johnny on the spot, Scott Dunkel, back here to correct me quickly. But um, also a score of interest um, for you uh, Braves fans out there, which I would say everyone outside of Houston probably is tonight. Your score right now in the bottom of the third, Atlanta 1, Houston 0. Still a long way to go, but I believe the Braves have not lost this season in the playoffs at Truist. Is that correct? That is correct. So I thought I had heard that staff from a statistician himself, Scott Dunkel, earlier this week. But, uh, yeah, so they have not lost at Truist yet in the playoffs. And let's hope that continues because if they can do that Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we're looking at a new World Series champion. So uh, we will keep, try to keep you posted on two hype if we can. Maybe some retweets there of Braves baseball and the World Series itself. But we thank you so much for tuning in to the ball game tonight as it was uh, a blowout, but it was uh, fun to cover and a Marty Millsap's return to the headset. And uh, next week, it's playoff time in East Tennessee. So uh, thank you so much for tuning in to the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. I'm Heath Dunkel with Marty Millsap, Scott Dunkel, Adrian Harrell, Trevor Dunkel, and Andy, our main man back at the studio, and Dan the man, the intern. Can't forget him saying your final score, Alcoa 64, Austin East zero until next week in round one of the playoffs we say so long good night and yes that just happened